Way too many first responders are struggling with their fitness, health, and body goals, but you're not alone in that fight. I'm Ted with Fit Responder and with 11 years experience in law enforcement, as well as being a fitness coach for over 15 years myself. I've created some free resources as well as one-to-one professional fitness coaching for first responders. So I want you to check us out, fitresponder.com, or look us up on Instagram at fit.responder. That's fit, period, responder. And let's see you there. Chat soon. Thanks, and enjoy the podcast. The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for mature audience. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. If you want to support this very poorly made podcast, click the link at the end of the description and become a monthly sponsor of the podcast. Or buy yourself some nice poorly made police memes merch. Not only does it look good on you, it's also a favorite of wives, exes, children, nurses, nuns, IA investigators, defense attorneys, and the chief. And of course, take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a Crown Vic. Oh, hey there. Yeah, Welcome to the... Jesus Christ, I'm doing my intro. How dare you? Oh, hey there. I didn't, you didn't Welcome to the podcast. Well, it's a podcast. What do you expect? What do you think is going to happen here? Anyway. I don't listen to podcasts. Continue the interview. God, you come, just hurry up. You Shut up. Okay. I would like to introduce you guys to my good friend, Sky. Sky Hi. is probably the oldest friend that i are we friends are we friends i think we're friends i think we're friends we're like almost best friends sky is one of the my oldest friends in the internet world um mostly because her friends stole my memes but we're going to get into that a little bit you did not you did not did you just flip the script okay we're caught where's cut do we have a producer okay they can they can edit this out you are a meme thief I am not. You know what? Here, let's have it out. We will we'll have the people vote, okay? I will put up a poll when this podcast comes out and we can put up a vote. How about you tell oh, your so version? This is not a jury of your peers right here. So what's happening is your PMPM guys are going to be like, "Oh, fuck yeah, PMPM. No, they stole they they totally stole 50 or they'd never steal 50 humor shit. No way." Yeah. How about we ask the people who actually who actually are unbiased? Okay. Hold on a second. My people hate me just like everybody else hates me, okay? They're unbiased. (laughs) How dare you judge my people that way? They're your people. That's why I'm judging them. Okay. But anyway, let me, you, ladies first, I want, I want your version of events and then I will tell my version of events and we will move on like adults because we got a lot of, a lot of room to cover on this podcast. What, what is your version of events here, Sky? You said ladies first, so shouldn't you go? How dare you? How dare you? I am a true gentleman. I flipped You're that very... real quick. You did flip it. Okay, well, go on. Tell tell the people about my misgivings and misdeeds. So what had happened was 
I, being the incredible meme creator that I am, I'm also not the one who uh, initially made Five-O Humor. Um, I just sent them so many memes that finally one day the guy was like, hey, do you just do you just want to like, like just be an admin? And I was like, yes, I'm honored. Thank you, sir, for this wonderful opportunity. Uh, I'm looking forward to working with everybody, uh, brilliant minds and all that. And then I did my thing, which was making amazing memes. And first, the first person or the first page that ever stole shit from me was um, <laughs> Cop Humor Australia. And I will never let them live that shit down. They literally stole my meme and just blurred out the 5 humor part and then just smacked their shit right on top of it. And I, and I called them out on it and then they blocked me. So uh, called I them out on like it from my they've from done the that 5 page. Too, yeah. They're, They're dickheads. Not, like, yeah. you're Australia. You can actually do cop shit. Like, find funny elsewhere. Stealing it from the U.S. God. Well, it is a prison colony. Let's be honest here. Exactly. Which makes sense. Okay, yeah. So I should I should have expected it. All right. Anyway, I digress. Um yeah, then I there I was posting my porn memes, which are hilarious. And and shortly, what was it like? God, maybe I don't know, an hour later. An hour later after I post my very first my very first porn meme. And if you don't know what a porn meme is, get off this podcast. And then shortly after, what do I see pop up on my News For You page, whatever it is on Facebook, is poorly made police memes has now added like 15 new uh, porn memes. And I was like, you're a thief. And that was years ago. And I will never let you live it down. Okay. Now, let me give my my version of events, okay? First off, let me compliment you. Because in the very early days of PMPM, I didn't have like a watermark. and I like in my page had like maybe a thousand people following it at that point, probably less. And somebody from your page was just like straight up taking my stuff and posting it, not tagging. I was like fucking calling you guys out in the comments and shit. And you came, you came over and you DM me and you said, Hey, that dude's a dipshit. Sorry about that. And that's, I, I don't think, think that that's was how... me. I think that was, I think that was the, the initial admin and no, the person it was you. who, that's had... how we started talking. It was me. I, it was you. I, 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 I don't swear know it was that you. it is. I almost positive. Well, now it was I'm, you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look. That is a lot. That okay. is like four years worth of scrolling. But you have I fun know. with that. But I don't know that I can actually do it. Yeah, it's a lot. Because I I actually thought about doing it too, and then after like two years of scrolling, I was like, no, we're doing that. But here's the, here's the thing with the porn meme, okay? And maybe we can come to an understanding about this, okay? You made the porn meme, and I was like, fuck, that's funny. And it's like porn memes. And I never thought to do a police porn meme. I've seen porn memes. You inspired it, but I wouldn't say that's copying. And you didn't invent porn memes either. I didn't steal anything because I didn't take your work. I just, I was, I was inspired. That's the whole thing with memes. People use the same formats. People, I was inspired. I didn't steal the idea. You stole the idea. I borrowed the idea. Ah, you just said, and your fan, your fans can can confirm okay. this. You just said you were inspired because you. Okay, seen that's not porn stealing memes, though. But you've never, so, but you've never seen a police porn meme until mine, and then you decided, well, from that idea, I will now make my own porn memes. And I think honestly, why I'm bitter is because yours were um, a little bit better than mine. Holy shit. Was this just an admission? I know. Can, we, can we just shake hands? Like, I got to be honest with you. I've always liked your work. I'm a fan of yours. I think we can just, we can put this. 
ugly chapter behind us. I'm here to I don't know extend that I can the that. an oh, elephant okay. never forgets. <laughs> do you want to talk about the Denver Broncos? Oh my god, I thought you promised. You promised. Okay, we won't. Do you want we to won't. talk about the we Denver Broncos? Do we want to talk about it? Kansas City is going. You know who's not going? You know who's not going? The Broncos. Hey, so by the way, so this this podcast will literally come out probably two weeks after the Super Bowl. But we are we are on the eve of the Super Bowl. And I mean, keep with the little tradition I've had of the people that have been. Who do you think, who do you got in the Super Bowl, the Eagles or the Chiefs? I want the Chiefs to win because it's our division. And even though I fucking hate the Chiefs, I also fucking hate the Eagles. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of there too. And I, I honestly, I don't have an issue with Mahomes or Kelsey. I think they're I hate Kelsey. damn good I hope he gets hit by a bus and breaks a steamer. <laughs> but, I mean, he's a douchebag. But Mahomes, he's just fucking Kermit the Frog. It just reminds me of childhood. Yeah, everybody likes him. All right. Should we talk about police stuff now? Should we do that? Since oh, we yeah, got that, that ugly chapter. Right yeah, whatever. It's bullshit anyway. So resolution some... not found, but that's fine. I say what now? I said resolution was not found in uh in our discussion, but that's fine. I, I'm at I 2000. Resol... Wait, you no, the R so I found I'm up to 2019. Oh, you're getting close. And I sent you a meme that says when poorly made police memes starts cramping your style. Why are you so mean to me? I don't know what I ever did. That's solid. No, I'm going to send this to you now as we're doing this. This is, there we go. Boom. That's the top. I, uh, the reason we started talking is because you stole my shit. No, it is not. <laughs> if you weren't a thief, we wouldn't have this friendship. I, I don't think that's why. I'm pretty sure we started talking because, Maybe, because oh, of the guy that I stole did my message meme. you on the 5-0 page. Shit. It could have been. I don't remember where you messaged me, but I just, I remember. Yeah, you did. And then you came over to the other one, I think. I don't know. Yes, Very God. exciting for anybody listening in the car right now. But let okay, me ask so, you this. But they didn't care, fine. But, but we care and we got this settled. So in front of the millions of listeners that I don't have, I mean, all the millions of listeners that I have, we have settled this right. and we are ready to move on. It's water under the bridge. We are showing is, yes, absolutely. that people in this in 2023 can be adults. But I have a question for you. Yeah. I like All to right, ask go. everybody, why did you get into law enforcement? You know, I have been asked this question 500 times at least. And I think it comes down to I just wanted to beat the shit out of a lot of people. No, I'm just kidding. That was never the real Jesus. deal. No, it, it's always the same thing. It's always the same thing. We all just want to, we all find need in, in helping others. And there's um, like you, one of the more interesting things that I've, I've actually studied in psychology is that a lot of police officers have ADHD. And why that's pertinent is if you have ADHD, you are constantly distracted. You know, that's like the common thing, but you're hyper, you get bored quickly with law enforcement you are never bored. And if you are bored and you think that you're bored or God help you, you say the Q word, um, it, then it's suddenly no longer boring. And I feel like law enforcement really, really speaks to my ability and my want and not desire and my need to assist other people. You know, it's always an interesting thing. I always learn new things. So it always keeps me on my toes. And that is something that I've really, really stuck with because uh, I've had 150 other jobs growing up that were never interesting when you were growing up what did you think you were going to do like did you think when you were a kid that you were going to be a cop what did you think you were going to do i thought i was going to be a firefighter what are you talking about 
Really? A firefighter? Yeah, but then I realized that firefighters don't do anything, and I would definitely get bored. What? <laughs> you get to play I'm just kidding. wee I'm just bowling. Kidding. You get to make chili. You get to let the mm-hmm. building burn down to the foundation. Firefighters do right. a lot. And I especially like napping. So now that now after doing this for so long, I'm like, man, I young me was right. I should have just been a firefighter. I could be taking a nap right now. Instead, I'm listening to John Doe complain that John Deere stole his rotting lawnmower. Even though they're related and they live in the same household. There is a lot of bullshit when it comes to law enforcement. You cannot deny that. Yeah, there definitely is. It. I don't know. I, I've kind of gone on these tangents about the Jerry Springer-esque world we live in now, which I, I really want to blame Jerry Springer on. And I know that existed before. I'm not ignorant to it, but it seems like there's a lot more of it where, I don't know, I feel like people just kind of get off on acting like idiots. And that has moved from just a television screen to what law enforcement is, because there are a lot of really dumb fucking calls. The problem, though, is you never know when that call is actually going to be serious or when it's going to turn into something absolutely crazy. And that's the ones that get cops all the time are the ones that they're going out there thinking it's going to be bullshit and it's not. And they're surprised that it's not, even though we are trained to be hyper vigilant and we know better than to be surprised. We're taught, you know, it could, something could be coming and, and yet every time it, it'll get you. And me too. Like I'm by, by all means, I am absolutely one of the guilty ones where I'll go out to a, a bullshit call, like, you know, a building check or whatever because uh, the the security company called dispatch and was like hey this window is open and it's it's the same window that keeps opening up you know it's been doing it for the last six months and there's never anything in there and then bam there's something in there so let's talk about your law enforcement career a little bit and before we started recording i i actually in all of our years talking i learned some new stuff about you but but you don't ever ask questions about me that is not true. I always check on you. I ask, you know what? I We're not going to talk about you, it. I, I thought water under the bridge. Okay. I, I asked before we started I recording about a you. very specific situation that was near and dear to you. So hold, hold your horses there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We can go into that. <clears throat> I'm going to refrain from saying the that. department. So I like, cause it's interesting. It is. It's very interesting. Now I, this is not my department. I was never part of it, but. I did date that guy for seven years and I was not with him when it happened. Uh, thank God. Cause I cannot imagine what his significant other is going through. I think that would be very trying times. Um, do you want me to go into it? Are we going to talk about it or. Yeah. Like- if, if you feel comfortable talking about it and you don't think it'll dox you or anything, why not? I mean, I'm not uncomfortable talking about anything except for the one topic, the Broncos that we mentioned earlier. Okay, no Broncos talk. God damn it, you said it. But yeah, um, that situation, uh, police officer returned to the call. Well, I guess I'm going to start from the beginning. Uh, gentleman contacted dispatch referencing he thought that his ex-wife had abducted his child. He didn't know where the kid was. Uh, it turns out that the kid was with the mom and he was 1096, which is I don't know. I, I get everyone's codes are different. You know, he's he's a mental subject. 
for the most part. So police went there. Uh, they said, no, here's the kid. Uh, he's with there. He's with your ex-wife. He said, oh, I, but I think she's beating him. He's been beaten up or whatever. He's all bruised. They saw the kid on FaceTime. He was not bruised. He was fine. PD left. Uh, it ended up turning out that, and don't quote me on this because the details are still hazy, that that gentleman called, did a 911 hang up, I don't know, like 10 or 12 times. Uh, basically, it was, you know, uh, reporting to the police, uh, lying to the police. Um, and something we called else, it like sorry. abuse also, of 911 or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, abuse of 911, but it's he also it was false report and something else. I can't recall what the other what the other thing was. Uh, but anyway, PD shows up again. There's four, there's, there's two officers, uh, three officers, and then four. Fourth would be the sergeant who showed up, and that was the one I was dating, not at the time, but my ex showed up. Uh, um, I don't know. There is a body cam footage out there, which I, I have not watched and I don't want to watch, but there was basically the police officer asked the gentleman to come outside and he said no. And he went to slam the door. Cop put his foot in the door, said, no, you got to come outside. He said, no, try to shut the door again. He pushed the door open. Meanwhile, he was on the phone with 911. And I brought up earlier that the attorney argued that a crime at that point was being committed in front of the police officer, giving him right to entry because he did not have a warrant to enter the house. And that was a very, very clever, clever turn that that attorney pulled. Unfortunately, did not bode well with the courts, as it doesn't generally in a liberal city. But long story short, they entered his house, his residence, to detain him. Uh, four officers could not detain him. One officer, after like struggling, to they had multiple officers on top of him. He was still throwing them off. Uh, another officer pulled out a taser. Uh, somehow, I don't know if it was he, if he had gotten the taser, the victim had gotten the taser at that point, or if it was the officer that went to tase and ended up tasing three other officers at the time. But several, several of the officers were incapacitated. And at that point, the gentleman or the victim um, got up and he was fighting with the sergeant who had entered and he was reaching for his gun. He was fighting with them. They ended up on the ground. The victim threw the sergeant against the wall turned around, was able to get hold of the taser, pointed it at the other officer who was on the ground, pointed at her face, and he, the sergeant, shot and killed him. You know, he uh, attempted to save his life. You know, uh, did, he was a, he, he did medical for something or another. I don't know if I just first SWAT team. So he was a medic on the SWAT team. So he knew how to perform life-saving measures. He was unable to save him. It was a case that was going on for a couple of years now, I think. It was like, I feel like it happened in, 19 if i remember correctly i can't remember exactly the dates but that was um something we discussed i I had brought it up with a training officer who goes like across like all across the united states teaching classes on use of force and when is an appropriate time to to use deadly force and i asked him in in that situation you know if, if someone's coming up to you with a taser and pointing a taser at your face is do you do you have right to shoot with the, you know, with the intent to kill. And he said, if it's a one-on-one battle, and this is where it makes sense to me, because I was initially, I was 100% like, no, he had right to do it. He was going to kill that guy or that girl, that sergeant, or that the sergeant had a right to shoot him because this victim was going to shoot and uh, shoot the taser. He was going to hurt this girl severely. He had it aimed at her face. Like, bad things are going to happen. These other officers are still recovering from being tased. Like, it just was, it was a bad situation. 
Um, but this training instructor was like, yeah, so if it's one-on-one and, and this guy gets hold of your taser somehow and he's got that point at your face, yeah, you know, the, the jury, if, when you go to court, the jury is going to find that you were in right to shoot to, shoot to kill. Um, because if he had, you know, incapacitated you, he could have taken your gun and then he could have ended your life. And you're not required to, you know, be tased before you kill or, you know, be injured before you kill. Like it, it, you can, you can predict what's happening next. His intent was there. His ability was there. His opportunity was there. So, you know, serious bodily injury is, is necessary. However, that changes when you have three other officers there, because even if he did tase her in the face, you have three other officers that could tackle him, take him down and detain him. But again, they had four officers there in the beginning that were unable to detain him. So it's a really, it's a, I don't know. It's a really uh, gray area. You know, it, it draws some parallels to some of like the other cases that are going on, by the way, you kept saying shoot to kill. I've never been taught that I've been taught shoot to end the threat. Shoot, dude. Exactly. Yeah. So that is it's shoot to end the threat. Absolutely. But when they're teaching you how to shoot, right. Where do they teach you to shoot? Oh, no, I hear you. I'm just saying, I know some people so, listen my, to my the podcast is, and they, it will read. No, you shoot to end the threat, right? right? They, like, they, don't, they, they, they don't tell you shoot to kill, but you have to tell yourself when you're shooting. And that's something I will tell anybody I'm training, that when you shoot somebody, you need to know that there's a very, very high chance you will kill them. So get that in your head. Get that in your head. You're going to shoot. You're going to shoot. And the probability of you killing them, because obviously... When you have that little brain going on because you're under stress and you're, you've got that gun pointed and you're going to pull. We all know that you might be shooting a fucking 98 at the range. But when it comes to a high stress situation, your, your, your aim is going to drop down to like a 70. So you might be aiming for, you know, I don't know. I don't know where people aim aside from center mass, well, it, but it, you aim for his foot. You're preaching to the you choir. Might very I, well, hit him directly in the foot. well, I know I you're preaching to the choir. I just I think. I think the reason they use the terminology like to stop to end the threat, because I think we'll just because, use the because term shoot to kill because, is, is shoot to kill hurt people's feelings. Well, I, I would say like when a layman hurt, hears like shoot to kill there, I think they're imagining like, oh, you shoot him, he goes down and then you like, you know, you brain him or give him a pop shot, you know, something like that. If you if you're in law enforcement, you, you do have to kind of come into terms that there is there is a possibility that you're going to kill somebody. And if you are not okay with that, then you're putting other people in danger. I'm not saying like, I hate the people that, you know, if you have, if you go out there hoping to kill somebody, you probably shouldn't be in the job, but you have to know that is a possibility. You may be put into that, but I I wanted to talk about the taser thing because it's, you had the thing in Atlanta, which I thought was good all day, right? The guy ran from the traffic stop. They're totally cool from with him. He ends up, you know, grabbing the taser and shooting it back at him. I made an argument at the time that I think you, even though you know the dude has the taser, if a dude turns back at you and you see a flash, what's to say this this guy hasn't been searched? What's to say he hasn't got a gun now or it's whatever not like a gun. that? Exactly. Yeah, he, yeah, and even if he, even if you, it is think not it's the our taser, job to predict what he does have. That's the yes. thing. Yeah, and that was something that nobody ever talked about. But the whole thing with the taser, you have two guys like he incapacitates you gets a gun i think it's a good shooting all day long you have the thing in i think in grand rapids michigan where the cop is charged it was the guy being weird on the traffic stop they're wrestling for a while and he 
it looked it looked bad because the guy's on top of him and shoots him in the back of the head. I was kind of surprised he was charged on that one too. We'll see how that one goes. Have you seen that video? I have not yet. Yeah, it's it looks awful. Like you watch it and you're like, ugh. But and that's the, the thing though, the sensationalism the sensationalism of the media is what and everyone will, a lot of people will argue with me. Uh, like they will argue with me about this all day long, usually non-cops. The sensationalism of the media, I am a hundred percent convinced, really predicts the outcome of the event. So there are there's a half a dozens and dozens of shootings of, of, of police killing of police killing civilians that we don't hear about. And and they're not charged, they're not found guilty. But if it was thrown in everybody's faces and there was Black Lives Matter out there rallying and it was gone, media attention is there, you know, everybody, they want to see something done. And if something is not done, they are going to burn the city down. Look at Ferguson. I mean, on that, that that's really where even, even no matter how long you've been with your department, when, it, when media intervenes like that and, and they start, they start to really bring attention to you it forces those higher ups to have to do something regardless of, of if it, it benefits the officer or not. Generally it does not benefit the officer, but they have to show to the public that they're doing something to make sure this doesn't happen again. And you know, what isn't telling, Oh, we're going to get new training methods. That's not going to satisfy this, these assholes that are, that are rallying in the middle of the streets. You know, what's interesting to me. And I, I can't say this. I'm trying to think, but, and this will be, you guys might think this is weird coming out of my mouth. I haven't lost faith completely in the legal process. I've got, I've lost faith in sentencing and things like that and people being let out in bail. But for the, I, I don't know, I'm trying to think back, but I feel like most of the ones, for the most part, like if cops were charged and they shouldn't have been charged, they've been found innocent kind of thing or the, um, you know, or, or it gets dismissed or whatever. So I, it'll be interesting to see what happens in Grand Rapids. Cause I was thinking back about sensationalism, like you were talking about. And this, I know this isn't a police shooting, but Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. You know, I, I look at that situation and people disagree with me on this. I, he's a 17 year old kid. He probably shouldn't have been there. Right. But he right, was, but that's not the point. He was, he was so like, so people kind of lose me there. It, okay. That's just my personal opinion. You know, like I'm thinking about my kid in four years will be 17, which is godly. That's fucking terrifying. God, how old are you? A boomer. Okay. Hey, you're the one fucking calling in. I will have a 17 year old in four years. Terrifying. Uh, Well, I mean, is that your oldest? Yes. Yeah, that's my oldest. And then I'll, I'll have a, my youngest, my youngest will be like six. So there you go. But, but I was going to say like a kid like the other day was two years ago keep up you never check oh on my me. god i did and you didn't respond for what like months i was like man maybe he really did himself like god i was terrified but the memes kept coming yeah so you're just ignoring me. no i'm sorry it got lost it got buried Fine. i apologize but i, I have you i have clicked you now. i am super famous you have because my memes are superior oh that was i don't mean that that was rude i'm i will be honest i just feel like <laughs> I hit at the right time. I got completely lucky and it just happened to work out. I don't, my memes aren't any better than anybody else's memes, but going back to the Rittenhouse thing though. So, you know, like from my parenting, like I wouldn't want my kid there, right? Like a 17 year old kid, although he's almost an adult, but he was there and the dude was attacking him 
with a skateboard or, you know, all that crazy shit and people are popping off shots and shit. It, it's like very easily a, a self-defense, right? And then the second part of that is on camera as a very, like, I watch self-defense like all day long. It's not an issue, but God, the sensationalism, you wouldn't have believed it, right? Like no, if you would have exactly. listened to the media about it, you would have thought, you know, he went there and he hunted these people down and that clearly wasn't the case. Yeah. So I, that the fact that he wasn't found guilty just based on the circus around that has given me some hope that the legal process isn't great and it's not perfect and they fuck a lot of things up, but usually not always we're looking at OJ here. The jury gets it right. Not always though. Oh, I mean, there's some that they've gotten wrong too, but I mean, like you look at, uh, uh, Casey Anthony probably killed her kid, but you know, that's, I don't know. I don't know the the evidence that we're getting off track there, but what were you going to say? So, well, like, like, but in the aspect of, of the sergeant shooting this guy, like, what, what would you, what would you think a good sentence would be without looking it up? Like, what do you think he should have been charged for? I don't think he should have been charged, honestly. I, I think, and this is me, Colorado law. I don't know what the law is out there, but it, you have a crime. You're witnessing a crime. Like, I probably, and he's at the doorway, right? Like, if he's, like, deep inside of the house where I can't see him and he's not answering the door, I'm going to walk away and get a warrant. But he comes to the right. door. He's within that threshold. I think you're good to no, snag him out. Again, this is again what this is what uh, Garner versus Connor, right? The the actual crime that's being committed, and is he going to be? Is this gentleman going to be a threat to society should he come out? Like, how? What is the intensity of the crime he's committing? This guy is, you know, falsely summoning nine one one or falsely summoning a law enforcement officer. So he was on the phone with nine one one saying that he was scared because these cops or someone showed up at his house, but it was PD that was there. So now is that? That kind of charge, the kind of charge you want to use the, well, he was committing um, an unlawful act in front of me. Is that what you want? And that's so, so it's we a crime. made entrance. It's a crime. It's a, it's a crime. It's a crime. But so is littering, you know? And that's the thing. And that, but that's what Graham versus Connor basically dictated. Like, as far as a fleeing suspect or, or a suspect that, that did not want to be arrested because he was advised the last time PD was there, if we come back, like you're going to jail. So he was cold. And that's again, where like, I'm, I'm, I'm still in this gray area. Cause initially I was completely onto it. Like, yeah, this, this is not fair. He should never have been charged, but the whole, okay, well he entered a house without, you know, without a warrant. It's a, and you know, warrantless entry is a violation. So nobody wants their rights violated. And I get that. But also I feel like, I feel like it was justified to enter, but then again, with the taser thing, you have a taser, you're, you're about to watch your officer get tased in the face. I personally, I know I personally would have done the exact same thing. I would have lost my mind because I would rather take a bullet than watch any of the officers I'm working with and my partner, anybody take, like, get hurt. I don't want them to get hurt. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, I, I haven't seen the body camera. I, you know, watching it may, may hit, may help me make a, like a, a good determination on it. But I just remember reading about it thinking, a crime and it that's i don't know it's one of those things where it's it's tough because i try to see it i try to be reasonable about it right like i don't i don't agree with a lot of things going on in the country but i, I try to look objectively at things right and i try exactly. to like exactly. try and make sense of it all right so 
this is going to be a this is going to be like a weird i'm going to get back to the point in a second but i'm going to go on a side quest here you gotta you gotta help me follow me for a second so i read this article the other day it was a gal in oakland california very like justice reform type person that owned a bakery or something she got robbed or mugged or something and they stole her purse and I don't remember exactly what happened, but she tried to get her purse back and I, and I guess she reached into the car or something and they drove off and drug her. She died a horrible death, right? So in the article, it's talking about, you know, how she was very like, you know, for justice reform and things like that. And the family and friends were saying, we hope when they catch who does this, they get an alternative sentence. And I, I'm... I would have thought the opposite, right? Like, I would have thought, like, oh, shit, this happened to me. Now, I can't I can't call them hypocrites because if they follow with their, what they believe. But, like, that that kind of mindset is so mind-boggling and informing to me that, like, that there's, there's, like, no accountability for criminals. And we're, like, trying so hard to be nice to people. And people can't accept that they're just simply people have to pay for their mistakes. There are some people you cannot reach. There are fucking evil humans on this planet. And right. I would be, if my wife tried to get her purse back and got drugged and murdered, I would be like fucking fry them. I wouldn't think, I, there would not be, uh, I'm sorry. Like I, I get we're supposed to forgive people. No, go fuck yourself. That is unforgivable. Exactly. Over a purse, right? Exactly. Like that is, and but to go kind of make this this round thing is is uh, there's law enforcement is changing and I don't think it's finished changing yet. And I don't know where it's going to end up because there's kind of a power struggle. But I I want to be reasonable as far as like, you know, do we reach into this guy's house and drag him out for this? Because I got to be honest with you, I, 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 I've. I've gone on a few calls like that with the 911 thing, but we usually work it out and we, you know, we write them a ticket or whatever. We don't probably not going to take them to jail kind of thing, but I've mm. been on calls where I have a crime. I have PC to arrest them. They come to the doorway. I snatch them out, pull them out of the house, put them in handcuffs. It's no big deal that no one would have thought anything of that call. If he, if they just right. snatched him up real quick, got him in handcuffs, it's not a big deal, but because, he was able yep. to get away and because he was able to fight, it turns into this, this other thing. And so I think as a country, we have to start thinking about what do we want law enforcement to do? Do we, are we okay with them walking away? I'm not. No, and they're not. I'm because not. God knows. Nobody is. God knows if we don't do our job, then, then we hear about it. We got, we have calls to the chief. We have calls to the mayor. Like hey, we, they didn't do their job correctly. Like, then do it for us. If we're not doing it right, please do it for us. I want us to walk away. But they also, they also don't want it done in the way that sometimes it gets done. And then, and unfortunately it, this, the way that it got done this time was the, with this guy's life. Yeah. It, and that I think brings up another discussion is, tactics i think more and more tactics are coming into play as far as charging cops like if you would have done this better or you would have done this tactic this person would be alive or this person wouldn't have got hurt and sometimes right. that is a fair assessment and sometimes it's not like it's not a realistic you know like i i hate the whole 
you should have done this, even though this is something you've never trained on or never knew of, or this is beyond your area of expertise. You should have done this. So you're getting fucked for it. I've seen that happen. Um, I, I, oh, I bitched about it on this podcast where we were told to fucking be kinder or gentler. And I was kinder and gentler. And we got into this big fucking tussle with somebody, which would have ended a lot quicker before, but because I didn't want to hurt him. I didn't use as much force as I would have. And then I got called into the office that, hey, you should have used more force. And I said, but you motherfuckers have been telling us the opposite. That That right. is what's making law enforcement impossible. And I'm not saying this for everywhere in the country, but for lots of places in the country is you're told a different thing every single day. And it's and it's basically you. We can't predict the future. We can't predict outcomes. We can train and train and train and train. Things are going to happen. People tell us stuff and then they change their mind on it. You know, like I, I, you know, I was told, Hey, don't write tickets. Then when they weren't getting tickets, Oh, Hey, you guys got to write tickets. It's that's not a good way to operate. A lot of that comes on leadership. Yeah. You can. And that's what we have to remember. I'm not saying we should purposely, I I hate the whole attitude, like fuck them, fuck everybody, fuck your feelings, whatever. I I think sometimes that goes into a shitty attitude, but at the same time, we have to realize people, are not going to be always happy with police service, right? Like we can learn and we can take our lumps. People are but, rarely going to be happy with police service. But the, you know, it's like the same shit that happens on football, right? Like somebody's like, I can't believe he threw that interception. How did he not see the linebacker? Dude, you're fucking 300 yeah, pounds sitting on the couch. Throwing that interception does not cost somebody a life. So you're not using enough use of force could have, could have inevitably ended with your partner getting hurt. And that's where like, Officers have to decide, like, and it's it's terrible, but what it comes down to is it's we have to decide who is worth who is it okay, who's okay getting hurt? Like, are you okay with your partner getting hurt or are you okay with this victim getting hurt or this or not the victim, but the, but this POS getting hurt? Like, are are you okay with that? Is is this suspect if he dies right now, are you okay with that? Would you rather the suspect die or your partner die, or would you not want to go home tonight? Like these are the options. And this is what something, everything, every call you go to, it's something that you need to think about. Like today, it doesn't matter what I'm going to. Somebody could die. And, well, and, and that's, that's why I'm not there anymore. That's why I fucking left because it got to be impossible to make everybody happy. And it got to a point where I, I had in my mind, I was okay not going home because it would be better than me getting into something questionable. And that is not a mindset you you should have in law enforcement. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when, when police officers start thinking like, you know what, I would rather not go home than have to deal with what what the consequences that, that are going to be caused from me taking this person down, like me having to explain why I'm justified in doing so. It's just easier this way. That is terrible for this world. And that is scary. And everybody should be terrified about it. Yeah. So that, I think that uh, I was going to ask you later in this podcast and, and I try, I try really hard to have a positive attitude about like, you know, the future of law enforcement. And I've talked to some fucking incredible people on this podcast and I miss it. And I, I see myself going back as stupid as that is, I think in a better yeah, environment where I, away. I can't stay away, but it, I, I think it's different in an environment where you, there's more reasonableness as far as the community, as far as the leadership and law enforcement, you know, I think it makes a fucking world of difference. I think in a lot of places, it does. it's, you're just, you're, ba- you're asking for it. Every day you go to work, you're asking is, for it. 
but the problem the problem with our society is that they're blaming us. We're the, we're the little man on the totem pole. It is not it is not our fault, so to speak. It is it is our higher ups. It is the training. It is the chief. This this all of our training, all of the things we're taught. This all comes from the higher ups, and and they're not they're not the ones getting blamed. They're not the ones telling us to do something and then putting us in a situation where. We get hurt, our partner gets hurt, a victim gets hurt, the suspect gets hurt. They're, they, they don't have to deal with that. They deal with, okay, you know what? You guys need to write more tickets, but, but their policies don't affect them. They, it just affects, it affects whether or not they're going to come back next year or, or their face for our department. And, and it's ridiculous, and they need to be held accountable for some of these shootings. Because I guarantee that, um, what, what was the, was it Garner's case? where the cop put his knee in the back of his neck and that was their training standard and whatnot. And he was found guilty for it because that's what oh, initially the, killed him. Allegedly. Oh, not Gardner. No, Gardner was Eric Gardner was the, the guy that used the chokehold or whatever in New York city. Um, the, okay, uh, okay. you're, you're the thinking of George Floyd. A, you're thinking of George Floyd. Wasn't Floyd. Okay. George Floyd then. Okay, George Floyd, for example, that was a training policy or a training standard, right? These cops allege that this is how we were trained to do it. So why is why, why is that chief not being held accountable? Because he taught them how to do that. Like his standards, his inability to update their training standards. That 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 should have he should have been held accountable for that. But it you know, wasn't it was I, the I, officer who did what he was told. You know, here's the thing with George Floyd. And here's what boggled my mind when I watched that video. I've been told for years and years and years and years. And so I just figured this was common knowledge within law enforcement. You know, this to me, this isn't like new information, but maybe it is in Minneapolis. I don't know. But once somebody stops fighting and you have them in handcuffs, fucking roll them you into a rescue them. position, fucking sit them up, right. whatever, like stop leaving people you can't put them on their bellies you cannot leave them on their bellies if they would have just let him handcuffed on the ground he probably would have died still because of being in that position that's to me it was just like super common knowledge but there you know i I think law enforcement has to you would think that you would think but but this and this is a poor example maybe maybe they did know but the, the whole thing was a training that that's what they were trained blah 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 so, but my point is, if that was what they were trained, and, and that's what their training standards they released, right? I'm I'm almost positive. Don't quote me or tell me if I'm wrong, but they released their training policy, and and that's that's what they were instructed to do. And yet, these officers, the ones that are actually conducting what they were taught to do, are the only ones facing this the, the problem for it. Why is the chief? Why why is their higher ups? Why is their training officer not in any kind of trouble? Because it, well, it, they can tell I, I would whatever, be shocked whatever if they the, want. I, I, I would be like, I've seen like, you know, maybe like a knee on like the shoulder or the back or something, which maybe is what you're going for. But I would right, be shocked if right. they're training. I'd be shocked if their training said, keep it on there for nine and a half minutes until EMS gets there. Right. Like the dude obviously, obviously, it does not say that. Right, yeah. right. My point is, I again, yeah. okay, clearly a poor example. Get off. But my point is, <laughs> they use the, this is what we were trained to do. I'm sure it doesn't say, I'm sure it does not say stay on there for nine minutes. Obviously. I know I was just but, being a dick, but I was never trained. I was never trained to fucking put my knee on the back of anybody's neck. Period. Like you, you can secure them other ways. I, but that's how they were trained. So I'm not going to get on somebody else's training training protocol. I'm by no means an instructor. So 
if that is what they are trained to do, then clearly their policies or their, their training standards need to be reformed. But still, regardless of if, if, you know, that's what their training standards are, then someone's telling them to do this. And why should they not be held accountable for what they're telling us to do? Agreed in that sense. You know, I. But that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Do yeah, I, no, I, 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 hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, you know, law enforcement, I think we're we kind of look at stuff like this and everybody like I, everybody that I talk to immediately, you know, all the pages, everybody's like, yeah, that that is not how we do law enforcement. But I, I think as a profession, as a whole which I don't like lumping everybody together. Like we have to acknowledge there are deficiencies, right? And, and well, but it's not, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the cop's fault though. Like for example, police one training, right? Where it's like the most cookie right. cutter fucking bullshit you do yeah. every year. That isn't helping anyone, right? Okay, you know what? I can watch that is it epilepsy video once every couple of years and be okay instead of, once a year like i don't need to see that video once a year like i need hands-on training i need to know what the next up and coming thing is and i right. think that is where a failure is with police departments because you know if you want to go to outside training we don't have money or or you're not writing enough tickets or you have to pay for it or you can't have the time off or if you have in service it's cookie cutter bullshit and cops exactly. are being failed because they're not getting robust up-to-date fucking training and there exactly. are some aspects where you can go out on your own and get training and a lot of people do that um but the problem is when they you may have this advanced training but your partner doesn't have this advanced training and i get law enforcement you know people want to bitch about like how much you know cops take out of the budget okay but I i'm telling you corners are being cut as far as training goes and departments aren't planning for training and it's it's a fucking mess it is it is have you have you like been nearby any of your academies lately and seen like these rookie officers in training where i don't know about y'all like your de your department but if i couldn't run a mile that that's it for me i'm out i'm done like that's i can't do i can't do like i don't even know I don't even think they have to do push-ups now, but like these people can't run. So they're like, okay, well you can walk your mile. I can't run because I have asthma. I can't run because, okay, then you know what? Maybe you, you just, you need a different job because this job requires some, some sort of, of, of physical ability. You, you, you can't lift up a 10 pound weight because your shoulder hurts. Then you don't need to be doing this. But everyone is so desperate for officers that the quality we're actually putting through these academies is declined terribly. And that's why when we have such such like we lower our standards for these officers that are coming out of the academies, then what what are we putting on the streets? We're gonna lower our training standard too. <laughs> are you okay? Are you dying? Did you hear me coughing? Yeah. I got really excited and uh, you can, you, you can probably really cut that part out or leave nope. it. I don't really care. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. Cause that's what I do here. Good. Um, so when I get really excited, my shirt closes up and I just, I just start coughing. Or there's COVID, a joke to be knows? made there. There's a joke to be made there, but I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> not going to go there. <laughs> okay. So since we're, we're, we're talking about, Oh, you know what? Let me, let me jump on the Academy thing real quick. I heard a story about the department I used to work for that, they are so desperate for people that 
they've had people because they do like you know day two or whatever where they make you run and stuff and they've had people quit on day two they go and try yeah. to get them to come back that is yeah, that sounds about right terrifying terrifying you, you want to know what that you made about? the decision to quit and then you get to come back that is fucking yeah, terrifying yeah. Yeah. Tell me. That's, Tell that's me more. Exactly. So the department, not, not not my federal version, but the department that I work for is the opposite. So what they do now is every two months they have a hiring day. That sounds cool. Like a hiring fair. Like, yeah, you go put an application in. Oh, no, it's way better than that. You you actually get to go do all your questions, your interview process, and your physical ability test. And then you get to know if you get hired or not. How cool. Isn't that cool? Just like that, huh? Just like that. Now, do they do backgrounds or anything being, like that? Or I, they have to. They have to. There's no way you can't carry a gun if you have, you know, you're a felon. Yeah. So they somewhere along the lines they they must run a background. I guess when they come back for a different day. I don't know. I it when I see the people that show up and stand in the line, like the walking through, you know, the little parades and and the the we have like these little like farmers markets and whatnot around here. And they're just like, you know, I think I'm going to get some peaches. And also, I'm going to sign up to be a cop. You want to do it with me? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then and then you're hired because, you know, you fought long and hard about what kind of career this is. But they're like, yeah, you know what? I could go jump out on some people. That would be fun. Yeah, I could, I could see myself doing that for a little while before I find the real job that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And they're like, yeah. cool, come on. I, I think, and this is, I don't want to go too fucking off topic because we got, we got other, a great many things to discuss. But... I think this newer generation of people, I, I think are going to kind of jump they're around pussies. jobs. I think they're going to they jump are. around jobs. They're... I don't think, I think the days, and I'm not necessarily going to call them pansies for this, but I think the days of people having that 20, 30 year job, are just not a thing anymore. I think people have short attention spans and they're like, yeah, I, I was a cop for a little bit and now I'm out kind of thing. Um, uh, or I moved on to something. Yeah, because better. nothing was there to keep you. Yeah, honestly, I, like, I just think the world no is the world is different. You're die. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I I, my neighbors, my neighbors, the guy worked the same job for like forty five years, right? And is on a you know state uh -huh. pension or whatever. I just that shit, I just don't think is going to exist anymore. I think people just kind of they don't want to do the jobs for a long period of time anymore. I. I don't know. We'll no, see how I that agree. plays that's, out. That's the same with like monogamy too. I, I don't think monogamy monogamy is going to be like a real thing. Like you're not going to marry the same person. You're not going to be married to the same person for 30 years or 40 hey, years. How or fucking long. dare you? Like, I'm, already, I'm already uh, 13 years into this bad You've boy. You've already been okay? for 35 years. Obviously, yeah. 13. You're the, you're the calm down. How dare you? Jesus Christ. You're like the last of the generation. And you're only four years older than me. God damn. I was, I was thinking you were older than me. Years. I don't remember though. You know what? Yeah, I, was thinking... I was older than you? <laughs> I, don't, I was just I was just fucking with you. Funny. I um funny. I was thinking today as I was driving around, you know, because I get really weird about forty. I don't know why that number bugs me so much. And it's a old, that's why. Thanks, thanks for that. It is, but I was thinking, like as I was driving around today, I have wasted a lot of time, man. My time's almost up. What am I doing? Um, but here. Oh, we are. that's a scary thought, isn't it? It is. Oh, I hate that thought. Oh, that's the worst. Like you ever sit there, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I'm gonna go way off topic. Where Let's you sit it. there and you're in bed and it's like dark and you're like you're about to go to sleep and then you just randomly you're like God, if I die, I die. That's it. Like that's the end. Like then God what? Damn it. Why do you, you have to do that? Because that, that? 
I, I fucking hate that. Oh, I did, I did it to myself the other day, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, oh, my God, why am I? Snap out of it, snap out of it. And it I just hate when doesn't. I get, it's like, it's like, you remember the game? You remember, like, you play the game, you win the game until you think of the game, and then you lose the game? What, what are we talking about now? I, I'm very confused. You don't now. know that? Oh, my God. You, you don't remember that? Okay, from, like, wow, from, like, elementary school. I can guarantee you that your listeners are like, motherfucker, now I've lost. So it's like the game. It's called the game. And the game is that as long as you don't think about the game, you're winning the game. But then when you think about the game, you lose the game. Like, as soon as you think about it, you lose. No? You didn't? Wow. No. Okay. No. All right. No. I've, I'm completely lost. Look, I grew up in the South, and this is how we entertained ourselves, okay? Oh, I just figured it was like noodling and stuff. What? Noodling. Like, don't you guys catch, catch fish, catfish with, your, like, your toes and your fingers and stuff? God, I don't know. I hope not. I don't. I don't really care for catfish because if you get cut by their fins, then someone has to pee on you, and that's never a fun experience. What? That's you're just making excuses what? for people you're to thinking... pee on you. You're thinking of stingrays. That's, I don't need an excuse. I don't need an excuse. Okay. <laughs> that's that's my that's side job. Weird. Law enforcement doesn't pay enough money. Okay, so speaking, speaking, we alluded to this a minute ago, but let, let's get on the topic, right? I don't want to think of my impending demise, but I wanted your take on the Megan Hall thing, right? Like, and I hate doing the whole, like, well, you're a female in law enforcement. What kid. do you think? Or, or it's like, you know, like if you were, you know, if you were an Asian cop, I like, you know, what do you think of this? I it's think not fair, but let's talk about it. We all know. We all know that that was the stupidest shit fucking ever. Like, why is the news so bored that a chick who fucked i don't know half her department well well it was it was some city in tennessee or something right yeah somewhere out there yeah and she fucked what like six she fucked what like six cops something like that yeah five or six yeah yeah like i i can count on on i don't literally i need uh, my, my hand in your hands how many dudes i know that have fucked multiple chicks in the department while they were married and they didn't end up on the fucking news they should have i guess i mean but like again like who the fuck cares? Mind your goddamn business. This is just, there's a lot of things that, that happens in PD that people just, just need to fuck off about. Like, mind your business. Who, who fucking cares? Why care? Do you care? What are you, what are you like, suddenly not going to call that department anymore because there's a whore on it? I mean, like, she fucked a bunch of guys. So what? Okay. Let's talk about this. Because I, if, here's, here's the only problem that I have with that, okay, is, I get weird, you know, we were talking about monogamy a minute ago. I get, she's married, she was going through divorce. I just read about that recently. And so that that changes a little bit, you know, if she's not married. Uh, the problem, I, I don't think she was going through a divorce. I think now she's going through a divorce, but I don't well, know if she was before. I don't know. Well, and I, I I don't know. It's hard to say what's, what's true because I saw a headline that she was suing the police, but I, I can't find it. I'm trying to find it as I, I would because I would too. I for would what? Too. For what? For they being put, a slut? I like that. Fucking why she would sue them for a fucking defamation of character right there. She, she defamed her own character. That is, I, that is it, so. Like that's not that's not like I don't know. I can't think of an example right now because now now you have me heated. That I would have <laughs> like that's defamation of character. They did not need to broadcast. What does her personal fucking business have to do with the department? Okay. Here's here. All right, we're gonna disagree on this. I don't it's think we're that friends question, anymore. What does what does who she fucks, regardless of it's if they're on the department, if they're the fucking milkman, like what does who she 
rates with have to do with police work? Because it's happening on the job. That's the problem. If it wasn't happening on the job, I completely agree with you. It's a non-issue, right? Now, okay, maybe so there's some policy or whatever. I was unaware it happened on the job. Yeah, she was like, it like she was banging like a, ones, a sergeant. The I read were that that they came over to her place when her husband was not working, and to me, I took that to mean like while they were both off duty. Okay, well let's let's just let's just pretend that none of it happened on the job. Like she, one of them like was like her sergeant or was a sergeant, right? Which I have a big fucking problem with sergeants, fucking subordinates. I have a big problem with that. But let's say, okay. let's just say. So she's married. She's having people come over. She's going to hotel rooms and stuff off the job. These people are married. I'm curious what you think about this. And I got in a debate with some guys on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about this. I look at somebody. We're, we're both cops. We're cops. We're cops. You know, people that have had affairs with other cops, right? Put your hand up. Everybody, Absolutely. I think, listening yeah. can put their hand Every, up, right? Everybody. When yeah, I yeah, absolutely when I would work with those people on calls, and this is me, I'd be curious what you think. I question their decision making because you are making the decision to, you know, I have I have a big problem with cheating your on your spouse and girlfriend. For me personally, that's a big fucking I, deal. I, I agree. I and, and we and agree. we like I, we don't know society doesn't even care anymore. But so I look at that person that is cheating. And I say, all right, you're cheating. I know you're cheating on your wife and you kind of live a double life. You're kind of a shit bag. So when you are okay, on my cover why, on a so, call, but, I'm going to second guess you. Okay, but see, that is that and that right there is a dumb thing to do. So I'm just, I'm not calling you dumb, but I'm calling you dumb. So like, but you don't know the whole story and you should know better because you need to know the whole story. Like, you know, you're, you're trained. Like you, you can't just take, you can't you can't talk to one fucking suspect and be like, hey, let me hear your story. And he's like, oh, fucking uh, Big Bill over there. He killed that girl. And you're like, fuck it, Big Bill. You're coming with me. Like, let's go. You're done. Because Big Bill is not the one who's covered in fucking blood and doesn't have the fucking weapon on him. And his fingerprints aren't on the fucking gun. Like, but you know, like you're making it what like why? Why? If you want to go, if you're going to judge your partner so bad on cheating and i let me preface with this i am i'm not a cheater i i haven't cheated you sound pretty like pro cheating right now i know but this is the thing so i've been studying like i've been taking psychology i'm getting my my second undergrad in psychology and i find these things very interesting is that you're so quick to judge a person for cheating on their wife but you don't live that guy's life and you don't live her life like maybe you, maybe he goes home every single day and she's like, you're a worthless piece of shit. And I hope you get shot on the job and and you have, you have a tiny dick and, and no one's going to fucking care about you. And, and I hope you fucking die. And yeah, maybe she's not putting her hands on him or whatever. Maybe she's fucking cheating on him too. And he knows it. Like you don't know the whole story and you're making a judgment like, okay, maybe he can't leave his wife because he has two kids and he doesn't want his kids to grow up not in the family because he's under the delusion that kids who grow up without a can mom I, and can a dad I clarify? in the same household can I, are going to go be... Can I clarify? By all means, go, please. Can I clarify? Yeah. Okay. Sounds like you have to. <laughs> How dare you? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Take your a, time. Take your time. A, you know what? I'm not going to argue your point yet. I, I will just clarify something. From the experience I'm speaking of, the people that cheated, 
I knew enough about their relationships based on conversations with them. They were clearly in the wrong. Okay. Like this wasn't that yeah, kind of stuff going you, on, but I, again, I'm just telling again, you, did you, did you get conversations from both people? What, what kind of guy? Can why do I need a conversation friend? with his wife? He's not, the wife isn't covering me on a call. All yeah, I, I'm but, just no, telling but tell you. Me, but this, from but what, you're, you're, you're basing your information off of what he's saying. Now tell me, tell me one of your friends, one of your friends is going to come up to you and be like, Hey man, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling with her. She keeps telling me I have a small dick and now she's really fucking with me. Man. Now I can't get my dick up because she told me it's so small. And, and now and no dude is going to come and have this rightful conversation with you. No dude. I disagree. What do you, a are, lot are of you, you speaking? Are you man? Are you mansplaining right now to me? I am. I have to, I just, because I, I feel like mansplaining should be done more to men instead of to women. <laughs> okay. I'm just speaking from my personal experience. All right. I, I feel like a, you don't guys, will, guys, no, that couple, but guys, guys will, will confide with other guys. Right. That's like, we talk about shit. Like girls don't think we do, but we do like, are we going to talk about it in a group setting? No, probably not. Will girls? Yes. But no guys. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. All the time. What are you talking about? No. Let me okay, mansplain again, for a second. Here. Okay. But Go ahead. Let me put my you know what? We're getting, on. Hold on. We are getting way off topic here. I'm just yeah, saying. I don't know what you expected. No. I'm just telling you from my personal experience based on the people I knew were cheating or cheating, based on what they told me, it wasn't like these, these are not broken men that are like just going out and getting some strange, right? Like I... I'm not the kind of guy, and I don't think anybody should. You know what? This is an important thing to talk about. We'll get back to what what your your final point here. Maybe, maybe we'll see. But I I, I I agree with you of not making assumptions. I completely agree with you because how often do people run around police departments because it's high school? People will run around and say, "Oh yeah, that guy doesn't know what he's doing." I may take that. I might take that into consideration, but I'm not going to decide that guy doesn't know what he's doing until I know he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Right. Well, that's hard because if you have other officers that you work with that have experienced like this guy, not knowing what he's doing, you're like, you're, you're a little bit but more, what you if can't they, tell me that but, you walk what, into that situation are, with no Have bias, you heard both sides of the story, Sky? You haven't heard both sides of the story yet. I don't need, but, but see, I oh, need a firsthand witness. Oh, no, you don't. A firsthand witness. Yeah, mm. no, no. So, so, you, but you're, but this is, this is not, this is somebody else telling you about this person. What you're explaining is somebody telling you that they're cheating on somebody else. Okay. So you're this person, but what, what is, I have someone who witnessed this guy not be a good cop. You're assuming because this guy fucked another girl instead of his wife that he's not going to be a good cop. Do you see how it's, how it's different? No. This guy. Has has witnesses who say, "Hey, this guy's not very good. Like, he doesn't know how to shoot, and he's afraid of guns, and also like he hides and he'll leave you, right?" Okay, so you've had people who witness that, and then you have a guy who shows up beside you, and he's a fucking you know he's a good shot, and you know that he's gonna have your back, but he's fucking somebody else instead of his wife, and you like who would you rather be on the call with you? Because I'm gonna tell you right off the bat, it's the guy who's fucking somebody else other than his wife. I want him. Oh no, I want him there's there, a, not the there's guy. There's a math not the guy equation. Who's hide. 
there's a math equation evolved to all this, okay? Hold on, you're jumping to assumptions here. There's always math involved in this, right? Like you have to go, all right. I, I'm listening. So I'm this guy be, over here. The math, not my thing. Okay, okay. But so let, let's use these two guys, right? You have the cheater, but the good shot, the really good cop, uh, very competent. And then you have the guy who's very faithful, a good man, but he doesn't know case law and he's scared of his shadow. I'm going to make the math. I'm going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to take my chances with the cheater on this one, right? I'm not saying I wouldn't have a cheater go on my call or cover me, but I would just question their decision-making. I wouldn't say I don't believe in it. And I, some people can separate it, right? We've seen that, right? Some people yeah, are excellent cops. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, my, my I ex, would call that my into question. My ex was an excellent cop, but a shitty boyfriend. Okay. So there are things, you know, like I, I think I was a pretty okay cop. I'm a shitty podcaster, <laughs> you know, um, but. I, I have nothing to compare you against, so. It's shitty, believe me. But. Is it? I'm oh, why am I here then? God. It's fun. We're friends. And we put water under the bridge. And we're, this is a I'm good conversation. You. That's why. I, you know what? Yeah, I fucking love right talking now. to people that I love having a, a, a discussion, right? I Where people don't agree. Talking. Huh? We're just talking. But I think this you just is, love talking. You know what? It's true. I do yeah. love talking, but I, I like having I a discussion with somebody that doesn't agree with me. Right? Yeah. Cause otherwise you're just like, yep, I agree with you, boss. I hate it. And then you're like, like all right, well, that was a great seven minutes. Thanks for your, thanks for coming. Yeah, uh, three minutes, but whatever. No need to brag. But wow, I bet your wife's really satisfied. Hey, I got toy cars. I, I, I bring, I bring a lot to the table. Okay, just not to the bed. Okay, bring a lot to the table. You have like eighteen hundred kids, so yeah, I know you do. You, you got to bring something. Yeah, something, but uh, <laughs> damn it! Now I lost my train of thought. I'm, but <laughs> Welcome to get, ADHD cops. Yeah. But to get back to my point, like, I'm going to look at this guy that cheats and be like, okay, yes, he, he cheats. I might be a little worried about his question making, but that could be changed if, all right, this dude's squared away. Yeah, maybe he, because it's not he against a lot of cheat, right? His decision making, right. he squared away as a cop. I, I, I have, I, I just fundamentally, like it, it everything starts to kind of broke break down right once we start looking past things and that like that's kind of what we were talking about earlier with law enforcement like do we grab them do we let them walk away whatever i think society i don't want like some strict like crazy society where we have you know people say we're free but we're not free but i also don't like this idea of do whatever you want even if it hurts people kind of thing and that's where i think we've gotten no. And so that's where, like, I'm the not, cheating I'm thing, it really, like, okay, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a slippery slope, right? Yeah, but, like, I, no, see, who you are as a police officer and who you are as a fucking person at home, they, they can, very often are two different people. I don't give a fuck who you fuck, okay? You got my back. You, you don't do anything that's going to get me in trouble. All right, you do you. I, I, your personal life is none of my fucking business. But now, am I, I going to becomes... hang out with you and tell you all my secrets? No. But does your personal life 
can that become a distraction at work, right? Okay, and then when you start to see that your personal life, like everybody's got distractions, everybody. And you know what? The thing is, we're trained to deal with distractions. That that's hmm. literally like one of the things that they emphasize when in in training is that you're going to have other shit. It's not going to be like a very quiet day, beautiful, sunny, you know, seventy degrees, and you're going to go to this person and you're going to have to kill him because he's got a gun and he's going to wait for you to get your gun ready and and for you to aim. And, so uh, and, and, and everything goes back down. to killing with you. Take him down. So so violent. It does get back to killing. It does. <clears throat> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to defuse uh, the situation. Is what's gonna have to happen. But it's gonna be a beautiful day, and he's gonna be compliant. He's gonna point the gun at you, but you know it's gonna be nice and easy, and and he's gonna get shot, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, man, thank you for your service." That's not what the fuck we're trained to do. It's gonna be loud. There's gonna be people screaming. It's gonna be rainy. It's gonna be fucking cold. It's always rainy and cold at the same time. Like it's never a warm rain. Like like you're trained to work with distractions. So I, I just feel like what you're what you're working with in your personal life, you you put that aside. You be mature enough to know how to put that aside, and and you carry on. You you don't let it affect you to the best you can. I think you're giving a lot of credit to human beings. Let me throw another wrinkle into this, right? So I. Before mm-hmm. we move on, though, I, I presume that we both kind of agree that you shouldn't be fucking on duty, right? We can agree on that. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. we shouldn't. That's, may, hey, hey, my tax money is fucking pays for your salary, so I don't want you to be fucking people. So, it, and I think we could get into the whole argument. Like, I, I actually kind of, like, I see this whole thing where, like, guy, oh, man, I banged a bunch of chicks. Guys kind of give the high fives, right? And, like, you know, some chick bangs a bunch of dudes. Like, I see... I see the hypocrisy of that kind of thing. I don't, the, to me, it's funny, right? The whole Megan Hall thing, like, it's funny because it's like, dude, you paying five guys on your shift. Like, that, that is a bad idea. But let me, oh, let yeah. me add, let me add another wrinkle to this, right? So I agree with uh-huh. like, we need to be able to distract and we need to be, um, or be distracted. We don't need to be distracted, rather, from all the crazy stuff going on in our lives. We need to be able to focus at the moment, right? I totally agree with that. I think we can both agree that can be tough depending on what it is. So you have a situation where all of these people are on a call. And, you know, maybe there's jealousy issues. Like, whose turn is it? Who's, you know, I know she went from a couple different guys and there's some jealousy issue there. I I would say, even though, yes, they're doing what they're doing at. The issue is, is I, I to me, like the sheer amount, like if she banged one of the other cops, who cares? Right. But all the different people in that, I feel like it could cause issues when you're on scene or on a call or distractions where you're not focused because you're thinking about whatever drama is going on with that within, you know, the, the love. It's not a triangle. There's five. What, the love triangle or love, the, love hexagon. The love hexagon, right? Right. Is there, do I do I have a point there, or do you disagree? No, like I I completely understand. Yeah, like I can see that. But you're, and we're making the assumption that these guys are going in knowing or not knowing, or knowing. Like we don't know. We we don't know. Like maybe they all fucking gangbanger. We we don't know. All we know is this bitch fucked a bunch of guys. Oh, here it is. And I thought like. So, like, I guess, and that's it. Like, that that's, we don't, we don't have enough detail to this story to be able to really post a judgment on it. It's just a dumb thing that got a lot of memes from it. So, yeah, I mean, you benefited, honestly, more than the department did, because think about all of the likes you got. 
Well, I don't do it for the I don't do it for the likes. I do it for the comedy. You do you do it for the likes. You do too. We know you do it for the likes. That's how you get paid. If you get paid. Are you at the point where you get paid yet? Do you get paid? Um yeah. I, I sometimes I do and then sometimes I get violate community standards and they take it away. So who knows this month? Oh um, well that's a catch twenty two, ain't it? Yeah. But here's here's okay so i did find the article former and i haven't read the whole article and i haven't haven't read the lawsuit in fairness but former officer megan hall files lawsuit claims she was groomed by fellow officers um groomed by fellow that's if i was her i would kind of take the l and move on i yeah, I would I would just not be a cop anymore, change my name and just and just move. Like go. Just be done with it. Just stop. Stop. Ooh, She's done. This is I would never want to work with her as a cop because she obviously makes terrible decisions. Like that that and that's a point of where you can see that she makes terrible decisions. But like I feel like it definitely got broadcasted way too much. And I don't care. Well, it, I think the reason it got broadcasted and, and I Let's I want to break this down a little bit. It got broadcasted because of it just it's just one of those things that's like I think all of us kind of like, yeah, this this shit happens within police departments. But uh, I, I don't know if there was like an open records request or like all of it was kind of broadcasted. Yeah, I know it was how so it, out. it was so like when you read it, you're just like, this is so outrageous, right? And so like the memes yeah. make themselves, right? And I, I unfortunately, yeah. right or wrong, um, that's if you get your 15 minutes of fame, you're going to be in a meme. It's going to happen. And that's uh, that's one of those things. Now, here I, I was reading this article, though. This is kind of interesting. So Megan Hall, who became internationally known earlier this year for her outrageous sex scandal, claims the hostile working conditions at the police department that led her to eventually sleep with multiple men. Hall claims. That I mean, that's several obviously her, her not taking fault. Yeah. Well, Hall claims that several of her supervisors groomed her and utilized her, utilized her sexuality without her consent. The former officer also claims that the chief of police, Chip, the former chief of police, now I think he got fired, Chip Davis, was condoning such grooming. Additionally, Hall claimed that Davis asked her to dance for him in his office. That's fucking weird. Um, but it that said is the, weird. If he got fired. It makes you wonder, you know. Yeah, Hall went to, on to complain that female officer on the department were treated as sexual objects and targets for verbal and physical harassment. Um, there's a couple of things I want to talk about with that. As far as, like, led her to sleep with people, I mean, I don't know if this is the news article using that verbiage of the lawsuit, but if you're an adult right, and you say, and you're, you were a cop that had a badge and a gun, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think I could like come to the conclusion that like you were not in control of yourself to like not sleep with people. Like, I mean, I, think that, I can uh, get it into an aspect of, but if I don't sleep with them, then maybe they're not gonna, I don't know, treat me. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Again, see, and like, I, I, I see a point that I see what I you're know. saying there. I see what you're saying there. Like, if they could prove like, Hey, you have to sleep with so and so, or you, you know, whatever you don't get or whatever. Yeah. You, then that's obviously like a problem. I, I, 
we'll right. see if that is something and, uh, that comes we don't up. Have enough, there's not enough information for us to be able to really honestly give us give like our actual opinion on it. Yeah. Well, I was on a live stream with uh, my good buddy, Ben, on thoughts of a patrol officer, and we talked about this case at nauseum. And this is something else I want to talk to you about down the line. Maybe we'll see if we have time today. But there's this this gal that does uh, and we've made memes about her because some of it's just ridiculous. But she uh, what the fuck is her name? I can't think of her name. Um, It was Officer Autumn. Have you ever come across Officer Autumn? I have not. Okay, like she's made videos like bring, you know, female officers, make sure you bring gum so your breath doesn't smell like, okay, what the fuck is this? But she made a video and she basically said like, hey, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here. And this is actually one of the things I actually watched of hers that made some sense was, hey, look, you're new to the department. All these guys are giving you attention. You kind of fall into this trap, right? And she's like this Megan Hall chick's young. Like she's in her 20s. She has to be, right? Uh-huh. So right. I'm not ignorant. Like I know how, you know, people are fucking horny. People are going to do what they kind of do. Like you have to, you're getting attention from this. You like that attention. Uh, like my, my 13 year old, since I'm so old and I have a 13 year old, we were in the store today. Right. Yeah. And like some girls were following him around or whatever. And he was embarrassed by it. And I was like, dude, when you're like a guy my age, I would be so fucking flattered if somebody like followed me around or, or winked at me right, or whatever they were doing. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But so Megan Hall's an adult, this shit's going on. So like, I can kind of, on one hand, I'm like, come on, you fucking know better. But the, but the other hand, these guys need to fucking know better too. Like people are like, Oh, nobody's making fun yeah. of the guys. Yeah. I, I get it to an extent, but like, I don't know. People get mad about whatever on the internet, but the guys are culpable here too. Like, I'm not saying these guys like did no wrong. Like to me, they're well, all on the same. They're all guilty. Yeah. All of them. Right. Every single person involved in that to me has the same level Absolutely. of culpability. Like there's no, uh-huh. like somebody that was better or worse. Like you guys, like actually the worst was the supervisor. Go fuck yourself. Supervisor for banging a subordinate. Yeah. Um, but besides that, no, like they're just no, yeah. fucking horny people cheating. Right. We see that every day as much as I hate it. Um, So like I like psychologically, I get where she's at and I get where they're at, too, where they're like, hey, this chick, you know, all right. She wants to. I'm into it. Why not? Like I get all of it, but it's like the lack of control that that people have. And like you're supposed to be a cop. And that's back to my judgment thing. Right. And she got overwhelmed with the attention, was very excited about all the attention she was getting and fucking acted on it. And that was. That's like obviously lack of self-control. Yeah. Now, if this ends up being one of those things where like this was the expectation of female officers. Yeah. I have a big problem. Whole, like we got yeah, we got yeah. a big problem. We got a problem like this. That's not fucking OK. Um, yeah. But if, if this but again, like here here's where I, I I would go on a limb and say this happens places. I'm sure I'm not going to say every police department in the United States is fucking perfect. But like, if you work somewhere where like legitimately, like, you know, you have to fucking suck the chief's dick to get anything done. Don't suck his dick. Like leave the department, report that shit. You know what I mean? Like be an adult, be like, this is wrong. Like, you know, we need to start doing better. And I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent. Nobody cares about what I think. No, I'm with you. Okay. So generally, yeah. Let me ask you one more thing on this kind of this topic, and then I do need to do my office or the podcast. But no, I have never fucked six guys in my department. 
37 in a row? No, what? my question was. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, Casual Friday. Yeah. So I was going to ask, because huh. I brought up this officer, Autumn Chicken. I know there's a few people out there. I, I Again, I'm doing the whole thing like you're a female cop. So let me ask you this. Let me ask your perspective on this, because I get and I've asked some other females on the podcast about this. I there's kind of this thing I'm seeing where like there's specific training geared towards like what it's like to be a female cop. And I'm trying to be objective about it. I'm trying to like make it make sense in my mind. In my mind, I'm like, let's just have training to be a cop. Like, why are we separating the two? Right. What do you think about that? So I did one, one like class, if you will, like what it's like to be a female cop. And it's interesting and it's good. It is very good for like 20 year old cops because they, it, it the video I saw at least, or the video, the, the class that was talking to me, was basically like, hey, you're a female going into a male-dominated career, okay? What do you think is going to happen? You're going to get hit on a lot by everybody. You know, you're going to be friends. You're going to be friends with a lot of guys. Like, not like most of the, on, on your fucking platoon, it's going to be you and maybe one more female and then 10 guys, okay? So... That doesn't mean, it, it, it sums it up to basically, that doesn't mean you have to fuck everybody. Like, you know, it, it's a pretty much, <laughs> I think it's great because I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to like, how to say that, how to word this without sounding like an asshole. Um, just do it. I might just, just do it. Just do it. Let it fly. Like, Let I think it it's rip. great. I think it's great for these, these young kids that come into the department that are fucking little whores and then little trash people that just want to come in. They want to be a cop because it makes them cool. And they want to sleep with anybody on the fucking department that gives them the fucking attention. They, they need to have some kind of responsibility for it. Like, they, they need to be aware of the situation. They need to know that everybody else knows that this is a thing. Like, it's not a secret. You're a chick on a department. Okay? There's a lot more guys than you. There's a lot more options for you. Like, that doesn't mean that we have to take advantage of, of these feelings, if you will. Like, you don't have to fuck everybody you see. You don't have to suck everybody's dick. Like, there's there's no... There, there's nothing good that comes of this. And, um, again, I'm trying to, like... I'm trying to word this better than, than how it's going to come out. Because it's going to sound really fucking ugly if I say it the way that I'm thinking. Just do it. And I'm trying to have some ugly. kind of decor... No, see, I don't want, and then I'm going to be the one that came on the podcast that just like ripped female cops apart. Because I'm, I'm to the point where like a lot of the female cops that I work with are pieces of shit that should not be in the department, that have no business being in the department. They don't have the training. They do not have the ability, either physical or mentally. Um, emotionally, they're just not mature enough for this. Like, and, and you have to have a good decorum about you in order to do this job. The job I, sucks. This job is a hard fucking job. So I think because females, tend to, and this is me, again, psychology, I am a female, I was born a female, I will remain a female in case there's any question about it. Generally, women tend to be more empathetic, uh, weaker, they, we know a lot of chicks cannot lift as much as a man can, we cannot fight as well as men can, um, we are more reactive than men, so we, our, our emotions are more heightened, and the female training is basically, uh, it helps officers assess that it's not that the department is trying to say hey you're a girl you're weaker no it's more of a helping you realize within yourself these things that you might have to work a little bit harder on in order to accomplish where your male 
compadres have, have already succeeded in. You know what? You know what? That, 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 sounds, that's like, that makes a ton of sense to me. I, I'm kind of sold on that idea now. I like that. And it just... I, I think it's important to recognize there are differences. Like I I have the kind of this inside joke because I I always see it every time, every time there's some kind of video where a female cop has some struggles. uh, You know, there's comments like, oh, just that's it. Women shouldn't be cops. And but but there's never any comments like we see the endless videos of guys fucking up. Right. There's never any comments like only women should be cops. I'm like, look, I. I think right. you're ignorant to say there are not differences, right? Like, no, yeah, and there are. And, and the thing is, because of all of this discrimination and ethics and, and all of these classes that, that are forced into us, that we have to accept people for who they are, not see them for gender or color or race or religion, it's really, it's really hindering uh, females' training because we're not supposed to be treated differently than, than my, my male partner. But, but, in certain aspects, we need to be like, we need to be aware that, hey, this guy to your left is 210 pounds. I, you've never, you, we've never actually met in person, but I am five foot six, 115 pounds. Who do you think, me or the two foot, 210 pounds, six foot two muscle builder? And I work out very regularly. I have a six pack. I, I mean, like, I, I, I can, I can fucking handle my own. But who do you think is going to be able to detain? a messed out 300 pound homeboy who knows he's got warrants. Who do you think is going to be able to tame them easier with less force? Realistically. We all know the answer to that. We all know the answer to that, right? So female training, okay, for someone of my statue, like I would, yeah, I would like extra training in ways of, um, you know, different, different tactics for me to use or for my female partner to use to take this man down when I, when backup is, you know, we're 10, 100 and, and I can't get anyone to me on this scene when I need someone now before it does turn to party all. Um, I don't know. I don't know what your what your signal one is or your officer down button is, but we call them party all party. All. So I like that. Button. I've never heard that before, but I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Because <laughs> it's a part. Get it because it's a party, you know, because yeah. everyone comes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not everybody. Uh, and then sig- signal 100 is everybody's busy. Every city side up. So, you know, like. But we men, like the six foot two, two hundred ten pound dude who works all the time, he he doesn't he doesn't fucking need backup. He knows exactly what to do. But I am struggling to take him down, and I would like to know that you know what, like I can do something slightly different in order to protect myself. When obviously, you know, ideally, you need to wait for backup. Clearly, yeah. but if it comes to the point where I can't, something's happened. Now I cannot wait for. I do not have time. I have to. I have to do something. And, and defensive tactics alone, like we don't want to go for for straight up shooting him. I, I'm trying. I'm like I'm I'm like jumping way ahead. I was gonna say you know we don't want to kill him, but I've said the K word enough times that now I well now I was I actually gonna say like you know like we were kind of always taught like hey look if you don't jump out if you know that you can't detain if they're not compliant absolutely well well but what happens but I was gonna if you're you come. You might get into a situation where it, it turns quickly, and you know, yes. I, I I feel very confident in my abilities. Um, yeah, I'm a little rusty now, but I felt very confident in my abilities to handle a situation. But I knew there were guys out there that could fucking wallop me. That may turn right. into a deadly force situation 
because if this exactly. dude gets my gun, he's going to fucking kill me. Or this guy doesn't even need a exactly. gun. He's going to fucking kill me. That wouldn't have been an appropriate time to, to bring up the K word, I think. So the one time you could have said it, you didn't do it. The only one time? <laughs> the only one time. I feel like the, there's plenty of times. Like, like I feel, I, but it, and that's the thing, like, people are sensitive to the, oh, God, kill somebody. But that's the thing. You should go in there and know that there is a chance that you may have to end somebody's life. And nobody wants that. God knows that's a lot of fucking paperwork. But aside from that, like, nobody wants that on their, on, on their fucking souls. Yeah. We don't, we're as cops, we don't, we don't join this, we don't join the department we're on to be like, I'm going to go out and fucking kill everybody today. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Legally kill people. Like, no one does that. No one wants that. Cops do not oh, go but out the, there and want to kill people. But the media would let you, would lead you on to believe that. <laughs> exactly. That cops are just exactly. legally out just murdering people, which, let's That's be honest here. Yeah, we get out that, there. Let's like, be honest hmm, I'm going to get three today. I know this upsets yeah, like we some have people. fucking bets going with our with our partners and shit. Like, ah, oh, okay. Well, I'm at four. You better get to six, otherwise you're buying dinner tonight. Yeah. Well, you know. we all know the medical profession kills way more people. Oh, I'm leaving it. Um, maybe. But we we all know that the medical profession kills way more people than cops. Somebody says shit about that. Medical errors yeah. kill like two hundred fifty thousand people a year in this country. Right. right. And I'm not right. and and I'm not going to go and fucking march and say, you know, all nurses are bad because I know that's fucking ridiculous. Right. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. And it's Except like, that one nurse who killed all them babies. She was, she yeah. was bad. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty bad. Don't steal but, babies. If you take anything yeah. from this podcast, don't steal babies or kill don't, them. Don't kill babies. Yes. Um, what the hell was I going to talk about? We got a little off track. We always get a little off track, but that's OK. Killing female, female training. It's fine. It's all bullshit. But you know what we should do before I forget? Because um, I would hate to forget. As we need to do the officer of the podcast, which, as you guys know, if you're regular listeners, not like my friend Sky here, but it's all right. I forgive you. Um, every episode, I uh, have an officer of the podcast. You can nominate your friends and buddies. Just email me at poorly made police memes at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Facebook or Instagram, but I do prefer the email. So if you win, if you're nominated and you win, I will send you a patch specially made for this podcast. The only way you can get it is if you're the officer of the podcast made by my good buddies over at Ghost Patch. This uh this one, and then we have another officer, blankety blank winning. Uh we're gonna leave the city out of this, but Officer Blankety Blank is an officer with the Blankety Blank Police Department who was ambushed ambushed on duty two years ago. Uh, He took a bullet to the head that is, to my knowledge, still lodged somewhere inside of him. He has undergone multiple surgeries and will never serve again. I want to nominate him. So uh, he won. And so he will uh, email me back and we'll get him a, a patch. I think he deserves a uh, nice little round of applause there. Yeah. Fuck a patch. Give that guy some whiskey. Give him some what? I should give him some whiskey. Yeah. What are you okay. what are you drinking tonight? Bud Light. Bud Light. You know, I don't, I was thinking I would be drinking gonna... whiskey, but I didn't want to fucking be on the podcast drunk as shit cuz that would lord knows lead into some unnecessary debates about how no. you're a meme thief. I not a thief. I didn't actually 
You cannot be a meme thief unless you actually stole the content and put the now, logo we'll on it. Co- Copy Australia. Copy Australia. Yeah, and then the, that's, that's the fake numero uno. A fake copy does it. Somebody else did it recently too. I can't remember, but it's like, dude, you literally just took the logo off and put yours on. It's exactly. awesome. Exactly. I can see a piece of my logo right fucking there, man. What do you? What do you? Didn't even Photoshop that shit, correct? Yeah, I don't know. I think honestly, though, in in my my humble opinion, like us meme lords, we care about that a lot. You know, it's like our tag. It's like our we want people to know where the art came from. Nobody else cares. They're just like, funny, funny meme. One. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Funny meme. You want the credit. <laughs> Yeah, we want the credit. You know why? It's because we don't get credit for shit else that we do. You know, that's right. All God, right. God knows a firefighter, too. Dude, the house burns down. They're called heroes. I know. Yeah, I know. Fuck the cops that were the ones who actually went into that building to clear it and got the people out. Fuck them. We get, well, we get yelled the, at because. Oh, we yeah, we get yelled at because. We went into a burning building. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, you opened the window and, you know, you made the house explode. All right. But we saved the people. Fuck oh, off. Yeah. I know that you saved four people and their cat, but you know what? We're going to have to give you five points. That's going to be a five point. I don't know if y'all get points, but we get, I, we get. Points. Yeah, we had, we had, we had a point system. Yeah. If you got to so many points, you got, you had to get talking to you, you and got, all this shit. You got a free trip. Yeah. Um, I had one on here an officer of the podcast not too long ago where these guys decided to self-transport a guy in their car and they got written up for it. They saved this dude's life, but they got written up for it. Isn't that crazy? So they got a life-saving award and a write-up, man. No, they didn't even, no, they didn't get the award. They didn't not, they did not get the award because they were written up. That's ridiculous. I would absolutely complain to that department. Yeah. Oh, well, just goes. Well, never mind. Yeah, I know they got a patch. Well, that just goes into what I'm saying. Like, there's up is down, left is right. You don't know, you know, you go into work and you follow what you believe is the policy, and then they change the policy, and now you're in trouble for violating the policy that didn't exist before. And like the Monday morning quarterback, like I, I think me and you and most people at podcasts agree, like wrong is wrong, right? Wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. All right. No disagreements with that. But there's a lot of this stuff where it's not wrong until. Until you three do days it. later, until you do it, and it's I, I don't until know, and it's hard complains. to define, right? Yeah. Like it's hard to define because there is some stuff, like there is some stuff that's not in policy that we should all know is is wrong, right? Um, Correct. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, hey, you were trained up this way. Ah, uh, we can't do this anymore, or whatever. But I'm getting angry. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get angry. By the way, I'm still not drinking because I'm still fat. I'm trying not to drink until I lose some weight and I'm, I am still fat, unfortunately. But How I'm fat fine. are you? I want to know, like, what's fat? Fucking fat. Like, uh, Willie That's... Mammoth. I'm fat. I'm not telling you how much I weigh. Did you say, did you say Willie Mammoth? Really? Like, are you yeah. hairy too? You can shave. Like, Absolutely. you can resolve one problem at least. No, man. That's how God intended. I weigh 132 pounds, like, decked out with, with all my gear on. So you can I, see why that female team is very, uh, I like it. I think it's cool. Well, the one I took anyway, it, it makes sense to me and I, I appreciate it. I'm glad that they have that. Well, the way you There's explained it to me, my apartment that understands. the way you explained it to me made a lot of fucking sense. So I'm, I'm for it. It's good. Yeah. So, it's kind of like when you have a fat guy in your department and you're, and they're like, Hey man, uh, we're going to, we're going to get you this membership to the gym. 
and you're going to work out. We're going to send a trainer to go help you work out. Everyone's like, that's not fair. This guy gets a trainer. But that, that comes into that whole equality versus equity. Fucking I got to be honest. Uh, which, you know. All right. Now I'm going to go on a tangent. I don't think I. Okay. Here's what I think. If, if a department was like going out of their way to like train it, like giving somebody something that nobody else gets as far as like so, Oh, you mean like what, like, like sniper school or like negotiator school or like only certain people get it? Why? Hmm. Interesting point. Why? Why? Because they've been on the department for longer. Like why? So they, they get to go. This one person gets to go this time. I think there's a difference because being sent to uh, giving, getting a fitness trainer, that is not something the department should necessarily hold on. Like, <laughs> right. Obviously, that's not something the department's going to fucking do. But I'm but, saying like, hey, you know what? If this Fatty McFatty is on my fucking my platoon. Yeah, I would I would be pretty cool with him having to go to the gym, like being basically forced to go to the gym and having someone who's like, hey, man, you're fat. You can't keep up. You're winded when you get out of your car. Like, let's do something about that. If you want to keep being a cop instead of letting him keep being a cop while he's just getting fatter. Like, come on. Well, I would much I, rather, uh, you know. I think I I do I, I've never been like a super in shape guy. I was in shape <laughs> enough, right? But not now. I've been out for a year and I let things go. But I'm I'm trying to reform myself. I'm on the journey of self discovery. By doing but, what you doing? By doing podcasts? Does that take a lot of? How many calories do you burn each podcast? I don't do it all day. Fuck off. I work out. I go to the do gym. You make memes all I'm day? trying. Do you? I'm trying. Do what I what? You, good. Good for you. You should keep trying. Keep trying. But See, you, you're like, like making. I'm like cool making though. the effort to try, and you're making fun of me. That's I, I'm not going to. I go wasn't anymore. making fun of you. I was I'm not going to go anywhere. Said, I'm deterred. Good, good, keep trying. Now I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I quit. I fucking quit. That's right. I knew you were going to fucking quit. You're going to stay fat for life. You <laughs> can give up and go. You piece of well, shit. I, go. Go I, to jail. I, I was going to say though. I. You know, I get, I get in some. I don't say arguments, but disagreements with people. Like I, I think one of the things as far as like training goes and stuff like i i think for the most part as far as staying fit that is something you 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 have to do as a cop like you have to take that you on should. and you I should agree. take ownership with that i agree 100%. in a perfect there, world there are some things that you need to do yeah in a perfect world would it be cool if you know you on your lunch break you could go work out or whatever and some departments allow that but you know small town huh. agencies or whatever you just don't you don't have the staffing for that right that that's something yeah. you have to take we the time. A, we have a department that actually lets you work out while you're on the clock, not at lunch. Okay, well that's I mean that's awesome, right? But sometimes right, so like I want a lot of things. Your but, department does that. Do yeah, it. take advantage of it. Where I get kind of a little sideways in that same realm is like the BJJ guys, right? And I hope at some point to have a BJJ like p- type podcast and talk a lot about that stuff. I have literally no problem with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Did you just fall off a building? Did I? I didn't do anything. No, it sounded like you fell off a building. Um, I have no problem yeah, with BJJ. I didn't even move. There was no noise. Weird. It could be the ghost down here. I have no problem with BJJ. I think it's it's awesome, right? It's good to have but that. You are saying like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? Yes. That's, that's what yeah. BJJ is for. Okay, yeah, I've yeah, literally yeah. in my entirety never heard that before. Really? That's what they all call it. BJJ, don't they? No, I don't know. It's, it's not. Not here in the South. Okay, whatever. But anyway, jujitsu, right? You have that. It's. I think it's a good background. 
I think it can help you in a fight kind of thing. I, I think it's good. No issues with it at all, right? Where I get into some like disagreements with people, I think stuff like that falls into the realm of training and your department should be making that happen at work yeah. kind of thing. Some people, and I do agree with if they're not making it happen, you need to make it happen. I get it, but I don't lose my mind on it like other people do because I'm like, I have four kids, right? Like, I want to go have like time to go to jujitsu after fucking I work a 12 hour shift. Exactly. Because I'm fucking That's... tired and I got to catch up on my day off. Like, I'm not going to do more stuff outside of work for work. Like, that's the thing. That's where it comes from. Yes. Now, I get the argument like, well, you have to you have to know it. I get that. I totally get that. Right. I get the argument like that's important to you. I totally get that. But I would never like if somebody was like, hey, like I I have these outside commitments with my kids. Those are more important to me. I think going to baseball with your kids, I think spending time with your kids is more important than that. People may, well, you, you may die on duty because you don't have that. I think you're taking it a little okay, bit but to the extreme. Is, I, I get I what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think to me, defensive tactics is something your department should train, right? And Absolutely. 100%. That is something, 100%. you know, whether it's BJJ or whatever you want to do, that is something that should be yeah. a continual thing. And that should be, and I hate it in service like the next guy, right? But defensive tactics and stuff like that shooting it's all a perishable skill right you don't always yeah. you know kneeling handcuffing how often do you use that probably not too often um it's right. good to get those repetitions in it's good to learn more because there's a reversal for everything that's the kind of shit that needs to be happening on a regular basis and that goes Absolutely. back to my argument way way earlier and if you're not we're not getting on it. your personal life yes that's that's and the you shouldn't have to do it getting. on your day off sorry that's I agree. Yeah. Like, okay, that should be that. That's I don't. I don't know any why anybody would disagree with that. Like, I get working out on your day. Okay, you're gonna do you know half an hour, forty five minutes, or sorry, half an hour, an hour, forty five minutes at the gym. But you have four kids and and a life outside of work. Well, so it, see, it's up to it's up to it's up to your job to prevent you from dying in the field. Yeah, I, and give you sorry, sorry. It's up to your job to give you the means. <laughs> To prevent yourself from dying in the field. Yes. But I I get and I don't have an issue with anybody that decides, you know what, going to that training is going to be more beneficial to me than some other stuff. Okay, that's your personal choice, right? But I I gotta be honest right now, right? I know I know some people that listen to the podcast are in BJJ. Again, no issues with it. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't want to offend you either. But I think what turns people off a lot of times from that, I don't know how we ended up on BJJ, but I, I think what turns people I think off from that. I think BJ. I don't know. I think I do. What turns people off from D BJ's is teeth. But also <laughs> what turns people off is the people in it, right? Like I got a comment. I, I don't remember which meme it was, but after the Memphis thing where they, the guys killed the guy. They said, well, if those officers yeah, were chained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that wouldn't have happened. And I, I'm just it, like... Those guys weren't trained in not being dickheads, right? Yeah. Like, they murdered that guy, right? Well, they would have known discipline. It would have stopped him. No. That 
Nothing that was, was like, going to stop them. Nothing the was going to stop, stop them. There's nothing. Yeah, that that is oh not like, uh, and so that's what turns me off is like, it's just like a total disconnect from reality with the louder people with BJJ. I, I'm not saying everybody, well, not all BJJ cops are bad. Yeah, just fucking ridiculous. I got again, like, my whole argument though is like, I get it. Like, it, it's kind of a double sided argument because I could say we need to expect better from our departments and demand, like, hey, you need to fucking give us better defensive tactics than we're getting. But the counter argument, which is totally valid, is yeah, but they're not going to do it. So we need to take that on our own. I get that argument too, kids. I totally I get that. do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's up to you. Do you want to, you, but what it comes down to and why people, one of the reasons why I think people are leaving law enforcement is the fact that your, your higher ups are giving you the option of, Hey, you could, you could either get seriously injured. You could die. You could commit murder by accident or intentional. If you're from that department in which we reference, or you can train and do all that shit on your own time, but have no family life. You, you can have no life whatsoever. Your job is going to be work and your, your spare time, your free time, that's also going to be work. And no one wants that. Yeah, I, I saw this like video meme thing, which, you know, it's a meme, but it, it made a whole lot of sense today about um, like at some point, like I, I get annoyed. I want to just eat dinner and the kids are like yapping. And it's just, I, I don't know why I'm weird. It's like a caveman thing. I just want silence when I'm eating. It drives me nuts. But at some (laughs) point you hover over your food and like shovel the shit into your mouth too. (laughs) You growl if someone gets growl. Yeah. I I don't know. It's a weird thing. I do get fucking weird about that. I don't know why, Um, but you should work on that. I should work on that. But at some point I'm going to miss that. Right. And I think that's, not to get like too sentimental here, but like kids grow up really fast. Like life passes you really fast. Like, you know, driving in my car today, I'm like, holy shit, I've wasted my life, which I I have. And everybody's harder on themselves. <laughs> I, I've done some things like I've done. Okay. But it's just like crazy that it's almost over already. Right. Like just don't lose it's sight not of almost that. over, you psychopath. What the fuck are you talking about? Nah, we're, you're 37. We're you're not fucking over. We're close to the end. Oh, but, you're having your midlife crisis. Oh, shit. I know. I know. I got to get a sports car. Oh. Maybe I'll get a Miata. Make sure you get a Miata in bright blue. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for some of my dumb questions that I ask everybody? Yes. I'm, this is the part that I was waiting for. I mean, they've oh. mostly been dumb since we started <laughs> talking, but I, I'm excited for them to get dumber. Okay. We're going to get even dumber. What yeah. is the stupidest thing you ever did as a rookie? I don't, I was never a stupid rookie because I was always afraid of looking stupid. Come on. So I think I, I everybody swear, was I a stupid God, rookie. Like, I know, but I, I really was. So that's the thing. And I will, you'll, were you ever an FTO? I don't know. It, uh, I feel like I'm out there. FTO. I just helped them. I call, I occasionally helped so no, out. The answer is no. But no. So no. I mean, I had people in my car okay. and I did the scores on them. Liar! So, by the way that's for you saying exactly. you never made a rookie mistake but go on and no, i'm sure i did i'm sure i did i'm sure if i called my colonel for example like he would be able to be like okay yeah she fucked up a lot of times like here hold on this is my favorite one but i like what i what you will notice is like females tend to not accidentally put themselves out in dumb dumb ways that men do so i'm trying to think of an example of this like a lot of Megan them are, a lot of females 
<laughs> a lot of them are <laughs> way more reserved until they're comfortable doing something. So with that, they tend to not make mistakes as as often or as dumb or as carelessly because we're we're intent and waiting for exact instruction. We will ask those questions in the field that are very annoying. Uh, I can tell you that the the one of the like did you ever forget your phonetics randomly? Like just randomly, like you've been doing oh, yeah. this for so long. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. God damn, God, I wasn't even a rookie. This is like, this is like I don't know, like, like three months ago, and I could not for fucking for the life of me remember a whiskey. And I don't know why I couldn't remember whiskey, but like, I came up with Wimbledon. <laughs> And dispatch, dispatch like paused, and they were like, "Can you ten nine or can you repeat?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, can you repeat?" And they're like, "Can you repeat the last letter?" And I was like, "Fucking still could not think of it." And I was like, "Wimbledon." They're like ten four, which is dispatch for you're fucking retarded. And I was like, "I cannot believe I just said Wimbledon." And I still like as soon as that, like as soon as I was like, "God damn it, whiskey motherfucker." how did i forget that and then for like the seriously like to this day everybody will be like hey wimbledon what's going on and like i'm the only one who's ever fucked up on phonetics but that was the one moment i can remember of recently where i was like god i'm such an asshole how did i do this how did i do this uh you brought up 10-4 which 10-4 is a very broad term but there's different versions of 10-4 right like you can tell a lot by how buddy, how somebody responds 10-4, if they're like 10-4, just copy, right? All right, I got it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. If yeah. it's uh 10-4, then it's 10-4? You are stupid. Are you stupid? Yeah. I'm Ron like, Bergen. Yeah, like, are you trying to... and you're 10-4. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And yes. that's a hundred percent. That yeah. I'll say like 10-4 just means 10-4 literally just means copy, but we use 10-4 for everything. Like, I'm 10-4. I'm copy? That makes no sense. But if we, someone yeah. says, I'm, you're like, okay, it means I'm good. I'm good. I'm 10-4. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. This is a catch-all code. It's like the careless driving of yeah. codes. Exactly. Um, we use it for everything. What I'm is sure something... I'm going to think of something. Like when I get put on the spot, I feel like you should have given me a list of these stupid questions, and I would have thought of something. Well, if you would that listen to my awful. podcast, then you would have known. All right, good. Hey, you know what? I have the time. I, I, you know, you're so busy. All right. Because you're too busy going to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I can't even say. That's why I say BJJ. Yeah, is I, I can't either. say it. I just stumbled on it like 10 times. Okay. BJJ. Now I see what you call it up. I'm going to add in a very okay. new question here that I haven't asked anybody that I can think of. But I think it's a weird Please don't question. ask me how many cats I have. I feel like that's coming up. Like, give me like, how many cats do you have? Because you know, crazy cat lady and chicks and shit and all chicks that have, they're all cats. Yeah. So anyway, continue. I wasn't going to ask that, but I might now. Knowing what you know now, would you have gone forward and been a cop? Like when you signed up? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I like that. Absolutely. I'm going to add this question in. I do not regret it. I love my job. I, I, I guess to answer my own question, I don't either. Like there's some times where I'm like, I kind of miss, um, you know, the whole ignorance is bliss kind of thing. Um, yeah. Because I, at least for me, I'm kind of consumed. I think for a lot of us, we're kind of consumed with 
everything going on in law enforcement. And, you know, every time you see like a line of duty death, right? Like it, it's just, I don't know. I always get like the pit in my gut, you know? Um, right. And I, I think before, you know, if I was a civilian, like, oh, that's, that's sad, but that it would be kind of like a fleeting thing, right? Like, oh, there's a, there's a earthquake in, you know, right, Turkey but, and Syria. You know, oh, when we go to sad, police right? week and they, and they at police week and they read all the names and like, you, you know, everybody cries. Like I, every time I go to police week and then we stand there and, you know, they read the names of all the fallen officers. We all fucking cry. Then that's, that's, you know, part of it. Like, I think that's just like, it, I don't think I cannot honestly think of um, a career where, where you can do what you do and go out to somebody and they're like, yeah, I'm a cop. And you're like, Oh my God, we're, we're family now. Like, I don't know you, but we're that You're my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish some things were different, but I, I, I'm glad I did what I did. And it's, it's given me an opportunity to do this now and I'll probably go back. So uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't know for, for, for some Good of for us, you. for some of us, it's just, I think it's just what we're meant to do. It's just, it is. What yeah, it is. exactly. It's I was going to ask this, but you brought up something that just came up on the podcast and I'm curious. I've never been to police week, but I have heard it's essentially a Roman orgy at night. Is that true? Um, Not to my, I mean, to be fair, I'm so drunk by like day three that I don't know what happens on day four and maybe it could be um I generally go with a close-knit group of people that I don't fuck um but it's always a good time I went I think the most recent time I went I choke slammed a pentagon sergeant what yep yeah it was good times it was good times people get drunk people do dumb things this guy smacked me on the ass and I turned there real quick and he was laughing about it. And I was like, hey, don't do that again. And I turned back around. I'm talking to my buddies. And like, mm, I don't know, 30 seconds later, it gets smacked on the ass again. And I turned back around. I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> I know we're all drunk. Don't do that again. And he's like, he's sitting at the bar, like sitting on a chair. And I'm just standing there by my buddies. You would think at this point I would move out of like arm's reach. But if you've ever been to police week, you'll know that when you go to that little Irish bar, that it is fucking balls to ass throughout it. Like you cannot move. Like I, there was no standing room. Sounds like uh, there was it sounds only like a Roman room. Orgy. Yeah. It, it kind of like I had definitely a lot of other people's DNA unintentionally on me for certain. So I'm standing there. I'm talking with my buddy who's a detective for, for the department I'm at now. And he, his eyes go up and I, I just, I know what's about to happen. And I can like, I'd like lean forward. Maybe to get out of this guy's reach, but no. And he smacks me on the ass again. And I turn around. And as I turn around, like I hold my drink back to my buddy who takes the drink out of my hand. And I reach for him and I grab this guy by the throat and just slam his face onto the bar table. And I said, don't fucking do that again. And then my four friends carted my ass outside as though I was the fucking offender. Hmm. That guy needs his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a sergeant of another buddy of my my buddy's buddy who they were together. I didn't know this group, those group, but mm. yeah. So we kind of like tied into each other that way. But well, never you said, this guy, never seen this guy. When you say choke slam, I was mm. I was imagining like Kane or the Undertaker, like the big show, just like you know, ripping him up and like putting him down kind of thing. 
Can you think think about how much I weigh and how tall I am? Well, that's why it didn't make sense. But now when you explained it, I'm like, okay, I see that. Yeah. No, I gripped, I grabbed him by his throat muscles and slammed his head onto the bar and then used my other hand to hold his head down and yell at him. It was very, honestly, I'm pretty sure that that's a turn on for some guys. To be choked, slammed up at a bar by by a little, a little girl. Yeah, that's everybody's dream fantasy. I don't, so yeah, don't, don't, I don't get the choking thing and I don't get the feet thing. I don't get the choking thing and I don't get the feet thing. What's That's the feet thing? weird. I don't get the feet thing too. First off, I had a guy who thought it was me a fun, a fun, <laughs> a fun thing for him to just try and randomly choke me. And that doesn't, don't do that. Don't do that. Probably have a discussion about that. Ever. Don't do it. I had a PTSD moment and just socked him in the face. And I didn't mean to. It was just, he went for my throat and naturally I, pa- I like I palm strike, palm strike right in the face. What do you do? Yeah. That's natural reaction, right? Don't I feel like do that's that. something you talk about beforehand. You know what I mean? You I have could be wrong. to. I could be. No, wrong. I think I that that's necessary because it's the difference between like consent and potential murder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And some people are into that, but not you. What is something you wish you knew when you were younger, but you now know now? Something that I wish I knew when I was younger. But you you know it now. I I wish I knew that Bitcoin was going to turn into something and bought it then instead of after it turned into nothing. I I I am hurt by that. Does that yeah. count? <laughs> no, that totally counts because I fucking dogecoin motherfucker i made a little money off that not a lot though not as much as some people i lost it all i lost it all when elon was like yeah you can't actually buy a tesla with it yeah i sold it i didn't sell it its highest but i sold it pretty high and then uh but i did like i know some people had so much fucking wrapped into it i didn't have that much I didn't make that much, but it was fun. It was fun. That was a fun time. Why it lasted? That's pretty much over now. Um, mm, yeah. Occasionally, I get into the the Wall Street the Wall Street bets subreddit, but it's just not the. It's not cheeky and fun anymore. Yeah, I lose way more than I win. <laughs> I'm honestly like, I'm just gonna fucking buy real estate because I don't know what the fuck the stock market's gonna you do. Should. I'm you debating. Should absolutely it. buy real estate. So my second, my another one of my businesses, uh, I, me and a different colonel of mine, we buy houses and flip them, like shitty, dilapidated houses. And then my cousin's a contractor, so um, I highly recommend that if you want to get into a secondary job. It's it's fucking great. It really is fun too. You like designing shit? Oh, I don't. I don't. I'm an idiot. I just oh. want the money. Just give me the money. Oh, you could money. try like getting a lot of money and then hiring people to do all that stuff for you. Yeah, I mean, like, it would not, be kind of cool. Not by law enforcement or by poorly made police names, but no, poorly made home renovations. I uh, I love I it. Sell very I would well. buy it. I'd buy all the houses from it. <laughs> I I would like to be uh, more worldly and to know more stuff, so that could be a good opportunity to learn some things for sure. So you don't know how to do stuff? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know how to do shit. 
Really? Oh my Nothing. god. Nothing. Oh, I'm worthless. I hate dudes like that. That's the worst. I hate guys, but I mean I don't <laughs> hate them. I just I just feel bad for you. Like if my dude friends have to call me because they need help, like for example, ripping a floor up and laying floor in. Like I don't okay. like I'm not but dating floors easy. Floor you fucking okay, rip it out. It depends. It depends on the plumbing. Like if it's something like me and my wife, in to be honest, like she was she understands like the schematics better than I do. Like I can do like the dumb guy stuff, like to put it together kind of thing. Plumbing, depending on what it is, I may try. I may attempt it. You know, it's it's like fucking it's a puzzle. But like you have that incent to like like the incentive to do that. You know, like you're like, okay, I can't, I don't know what to do, but I, I know that there's a way I can figure out how to do it. And you try. But kids these days are just like, I give up, fuck it. Here, here's the way I look at it, right? And I, and this is, I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this analogy. Um, so forgive me. But have you, I'm sure other people have heard this, but we're getting off track again, but that's okay. I heard this this thing on the radio once and it was talking about changing your oil. Like, yeah, sure. I could go change my oil. I know how to change the oil, right? But is it worth my time to do it or should I pay someone to do it because my time's more valuable right. kind no, of no, thing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's And so yeah, that's the way that's, I, that's the way I look DIY at some standard. of that. Yeah. That's kind of the way I look at stuff. Like me and my wife have done stuff around the house like, you know, we we've taking carpet up and put floor stuff in but there's been some things where it's like yeah maybe we could do this but the amount of time it's going to take us to figure it out it's just not worth oh, it yeah kind of thing and that's where it would make you a smart adult because you have to be able to figure that out like do i want to spend uh four hours and 97 dollars making this thing what i could just go to fucking ikea and buy for 60 like no we, we're going to ikea yeah i could fucking make it but it's not I'm not wasting that energy. I don't have that kind of time. But then you have people like nowadays, these kids that are like, oh, well, I don't know how to do this. So I'm not going to. And it's greatly impacting my life. Yeah, and I mean, just... you, have to fig- you have to come up with the solution. You know what I mean? Like you can't like yeah, if I couldn't afford exactly. to get it done, then I have to do it. Right. Like I I'm an idiot with cars. I'll try stuff all the time. But I, I usually, I fail pretty frequently. <laughs> I'm not good. Um, well, at least you're honest about it. Yeah, but but again, it's like one of these things where I'm like, like they're like a fucking thing went off on one of our cars today. And I'm like, yeah, this is just not going to be worth my time and energy. Like, yeah, could I spend, you know, eight hours trying to figure this out? Maybe. Or I could just pay a guy that's going to do it right. You know what I mean? I, yeah, but you have to come to a, a, a solution. You know what? I'm keeping people exactly. employed. How dare you? I funnel. Right. No, I fuel the I, economy. No, you're not. But at least you're not like before. a piece of shit that does nothing and doesn't know how to do anything and can't like, like you can probably like cook, right? <laughs> All right, this is the great story. Um, okay, so I'll take this. That came out. No, this came out in uh, at Christmas time. We were at my. Uh, my father-in-law's place and my uh my mother-in-law we were talking about something and she's like will you make the kids french toast right and i was like i don't know how to make french toast i've not God, i don't Jesus have the slightest Christ. idea 
I don't fucking know. Wow. <laughs> and that's my fault for assuming that all fat people knew how to cook. Okay. That's the, that's why yeah. we should not profile. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Fat people. Hold on. Hold on a second. Fat people do not know how to cook because fat people. I know a lot of fat people that can. That's interesting because most food you cook, I mean, with the exception of like cakes and stuff, like generally, at least in my opinion, if you cook something at home, for the most part, going to be better for you. Not always, but let's go with like 85% of the time. It's going to be better for you than McDonald's, right? I would say like most of the people, like I'm fat, but I'm not 600 pounds life fat. I'm getting there if I don't fucking get my shit under control. But that's what I picture with fat. You know, like those people aren't cooking anything. They can't get up off a couch. Yeah, so then we're going to blame your enabler and then we're going to we're going to find them. So who is enabling you to eat all this shit food? Me. I'm my enabler. I don't fucking blame anybody else for my problems. It's me. Good for you. Look at that. Look at that. A real man. My point is, I always thought that like because they were fat and they eat so much that they knew how to cook and you have proven me wrong. No, 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 no. No, like you may have some fat people that can like cook up some good like mashed potatoes and some home home cooking, right? But I would I would venture to say most of your like very fat people are way too lazy to cook and will just get, you know, bags of Doritos and McDonald's and like the real horrid shit for you. That would be my argument. That's a good point. I never thought about that. I guess I should just assume that you like to eat then instead of that you know how to cook the things you eat. Oh yeah, just know. No, I fucking love French toast. I just, I don't know how to cook it. That was actually my mission for this year. When I went back next year, I'm going to hopefully know how to make French toast. Maybe, maybe who how knows, you, I'll that, get inspired. It's easy. You whip an egg up. You dunk fucking bread into it. You add cinnamon and sugar and you put it in a pan and flip it over. I'm not going to tell you the fancy ways of doing it, but that's the basic white trash way. Well, I, I could do that. That doesn't sound so difficult. I, I, I have I've full just, faith that you can do that. I've never taken, I've never taken the the time to learn because I've just, I've You've never been, been so a like. Ninety second YouTube video. Okay, that's a new thing. I'm still getting used to that idea of you can learn anything you want on YouTube. This is what it's, I want from you. Okay, I want you to, by the time this podcast comes out, have sent me multiple pictures of the french toast that you've cooked <laughs> this is your homework i want you to go learn how to how to cook french toast i'm i'm gonna make the podcast art french toast and people are gonna be like what the fuck until they listen exactly um, do it do it do it all right they're all gonna want to know if you've learned how to make french toast or not no nobody cares let me ask you a question you that's literally what we've been doing for the last two hours <laughs> fuck you what is the proudest moment of your career? <laughs> so what do you think was going to happen? Um, what did I think was going to happen in my career? Or what was the proudest moment? No, what did you think was going to happen on the podcast? We were just going to like Seinfeld the shit and just whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be like a, a weird thing where you'd be like, so tell me um, about law enforcement. And I was going to read from a definition on Wikipedia, hoping that it was right. And it was just going to, I don't know. I thought eventually I would get drunk and, and fall asleep and you would, you would just. That's how most nights happen. me. I, I figured I'm surprised that you haven't been drinking. 
Oh, I'm fat. I'm I, had, I had to slow down because I thought that maybe I would be too drunk and I don't want to be the one who's talking while okay. I'm drunk and you're sober. It's awkward. Can I, can I ask you a hypothetical question? I'm trying to work this out in my brain. Okay. So go ahead. I, um, I think I'm going to watch the sports ball game tomorrow, the big Super Bowl, which is already passed by the time you're listening. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm trying to not drink until I get to this, this plot. I'm like, there's a, not the final goal, but like, there's a weight loss number I'm looking at. Like I want to hit this number, get past it. And then, then I can maybe work in some alcohol every once in a while. I'm going to try and slow down even when I get back on the wagon, but mm-hmm. it's the Super Bowl. It's a big day. Can I give myself a mulligan? I'm leaning towards no. I just need to. Absolutely. That and Thanksgiving, you're allowed to drink. Or did you just give me a hall pass? Yeah, you have to. That, Thanksgiving, Christmas, anytime you spend with your in-laws, all all legal cheat days. It's you proven know, if you read the I, Bible. I, I thought that I was my own enabler, but here it is. You are my enabler. I'm just reading you, reciting you the law, okay? I just, that's what I do. I'm a law enforcement officer, um, and I know the law. Okay. And obviously the Bible. Yes. Basically the same book. Yeah. Is it not? I thought it was. Something. What's the proudest moment of your yeah. career? Um, I have a lot. I don't, there's like, you can't, you can't, da, 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 like, narrow it down to one thing like my current most proud moment I think uh I'm trying to see I'm trying to decide if I can tell the story or not I don't know if I can well don't don't dox yourself yeah that that is something we would not want long story short somebody may or may not have run over a child right with a vehicle mm-hmm. that was stolen maybe or maybe not and then may or may not have fleed the scene am i doing good this is hypothetical they can't they can't all figure out what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. It's all hypothetical and then hypothetically uh left the vehicle parked on a child that was still alive who later succumbed to their injuries, unfortunately. But they fleed. And hypothetically, I may have may or may not have tracked them through not only multi-jurisdictions, but multi-states. Um, and then had them potentially arrested and may or may not have just had them uh, extradited back to our state so that they can be charged for murder, homicide intentional hypothetically speaking that is hypothetical i'm going to give you um, i'm going to give you a, a, a hypothetical a hypothetical applause i'm really sketchy to say like thank you i'm really sketchy to say like anything especially because it's not like it's not it, nothing's been fucking slated yet um and it's still well, because it's a pending trial I'm like uh dude how much can i actually say they don't know well, where we are or anything, but unfortunately, I'm sure that has happened multiple times this year already. What? So, I hope not. God damn. Wait, people getting run over by cars? I better not happen multiple times this year. If that case is similar, then uh fucking 
I think we know about it. I it, it'll be known, I'm sure, here shortly. It'll it'll be all all over. Would you Kinda want like your that. kid to be a would you want your kid to be a cop? I don't have kids. If you had a kid, but, hypothetical, allegedly. Would I want my kid to be a cop? Yeah. I would want my kids to do whatever they wanted to do. You also earned another applause for that. Well done. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, don't be a cop. It fucking sucks. And I'm not gonna be like, be a cop. It's the greatest thing ever. And be like, just don't be a firefighter. All right. Here's the no, next. The here, here's the next. I don't know. I mean, my kids. I don't know. I, I've kind of gone off to set nauseum at this point, but like, just let your kids do whatever they want within reason. Yeah. Maybe not only fans. Um, yeah, I mean, hell, firefighter. Drugs. Yeah. Don't let them do drugs. That's that's it. Don't let them do drugs or uh, hurt people. Everything else is probably yeah, okay to an extent. Uh, don't let them join a gang or a cult. Yeah. I mean, depending on the cold, it might be fun. They might have Kool-Aid. The next thing that I ask on this uh, very poorly made podcast, as you can tell, it's very poorly made. Paranormal or extraterrestrial experiences or stories or theories. Do you have anything like this? I try to have a little <laughs> coast to coast vibe oh, on this every God. once in a while. I have one for you too. I have one. This is and it's terrifying. Like, I, it's not terrifying. It's just like, I'm so... Uh, let me preface this with my dad. My dad passed away. I was actually 11 years ago on February 8th. And then my mom passed away this, it, it was a year in October. So she passed away. I am the oldest. I had to take care of all of the stuff. And so she left the house to her, to me and my younger sister, who my younger sister wanted to know part of, of renovating a house. And uh, I broke up with my recent boyfriend's and moved into this house so that I could renovate it better and whatnot and do it from home. And I brought my my dogs and my cats with me, obviously, because, you know, how many cats? leave them behind. None of your business. <laughs> I have three cats and two dogs. Well, that's fine. That's Those but, are lucky yeah. numbers. They're, they, yeah, yeah, they are. A German Shepherd and a Malinois. And then two black cats and an orange one, of all things. So that brings it to... <laughs> I'm at in this house and it's, it's the house I grew up in. So like I stupidly, for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, well, like what room do you pick? Do you pick like your parents' room to live in? Like, does that work? No. Like, or do you, do you pick your old childhood bedroom? Like, so naturally I'm going to move into my old childhood bedroom. I don't know why. I just, it just seemed weird to sleep in my dead mom's room. Like I just couldn't do it. So no, that, that, that tracks. Like, I'm with you there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you don't like, even though it's a master bedroom, you're just like, I'm good. So I, I get stuff moved in and it's like the house was, was not in good condition. It's in much better condition now, but not in good condition. Like it was made in the seventies. It's a split level house. It had shag carpet that I had to rip out. Like it's just, it's eerie. There's things it's dark. I'm in the middle of like nowhere and there, it's just darkish. DoorDash will just give up when they're trying to find my house. They just like they're like fuck it, we'll just leave the food anywhere else but here, and or they take it. And so like I guess like by the third or fourth day, <laughs> I moved in here, and I can hear like I've like PTSD from my dad when we were younger. He would he would yell our names, and if we had our music on upstairs, he'd like come up the stairs and like yell 
um, and like scare the shit out of us. So when I was here and I'd have my like TV on louder than it should be, I swear to Christ, I could hear my dad yelling my name. And like, I turned the TV off real quick and like, I'd hear nothing. So I guess probably like a week into it is when this weird ass shit started. Uh, like I said, I've got three cats and in the living room, we've got like a, uh, like a, it's a split level house. So the roof is in the living room. It, it can, it goes up. So it's like 14 foot at the highest peak and then like 10 foot at the lowest peak. And so it's, it, I had everything cleared out of it. The only thing that was there were like my two dogs crates and then that's it. Um, there's a fireplace and a mantle and there's nothing else. So it's like echoey. And I, I come home one night and I can't find one of my cats, Panther, who is like the most devilish animal I've ever owned. She's just, she's weird. There's something wrong with her. I don't know what the fuck it is. And I, I come upstairs and uh, I see my cats, two, the other two cats are staring at something and they have like Halloween cat going on, you know, like they're all, like all poofed up and they're like staring at something. And I'm like, now I'm freaked out because I don't know what the fuck they're staring at. And my dogs are staring at something. I don't see shit. I'm like, I, I don't know what the fuck they're looking at. And he, they're staring right into the corner, but it's by a window, but it's dark out. So maybe there's something outside the window. So naturally, I get my gun, obviously, right, as we all would. Um, my dogs aren't barking or growling or anything, and it's a German Shepherd and a Malinois, so naturally they're fucking vocal. They see something they don't like, they're going to let you know. But they're just standing there, like hair up on their neck, and my cats are standing there. The two of them are standing there with all their hair all pointed up. Panther, however, is in right, right by the corner of the fucking, like, where the window and the, the wall meet. And she's acting like something is petting her. Like, like her head, like she's rubbing her head what against the nothing in her. <laughs> like her tail's all up. It's like somebody's scratching her by her butt. And I turned like, like it was the hair on the back of my neck stand up. And I was like, Panther. And she just came over to me and then that was it. And then like the dogs are still staring there, but the cats broke. But everybody was staring. It freaked me the fuck out. And it happened. It has happened multiple times since. And I'm telling my little sister about this. And I'm like, I swear. It, it's ha- like, I'm not making this up. I don't believe in ghosts or anything. Like, but it's the weirdest shit. She was over one day. I like, like three months back. She was four months back. She was over. And uh, everybody, like the dogs walk into the living room. Saint has his little toy. And he walks in. And again, I've, I still have nothing in the living room because I'm trying to pull up the floor in there. And uh, he stopped. And he stares, and I was like, I look at him, I was like, and I, I grab her attention, to trying to, to tell her, like, and I'm pointing at the living room to get her to watch what her, what, what my dog and my, and Guinness are doing, and the two cats have, have fucking walked in from the living room, or walked in from the dining room area, and they're standing by the stairway, and Panther comes trotting up the stairs, and walks to the corner where that shit is, and acts like something's petting her, and she's like, my sister was like, I'm leaving, I'm out. What the the boy eleven out of ten. You gotta move. Right? Burn the house down. You gotta right? fucking move. So but so the weird thing, this is weird. So my other house, right? My mom was dying. She's in the hospital. She was uh she was supposed to come home that night actually for hospice care, but um we she didn't she didn't make it in time, unfortunately. Well my aunt my aunt was here, so she was sleeping in my living room. My other aunt was at the hospital with my mom. Um I, and at the time we were fostering a whole bunch of kittens. My, my ex and I, my ex did not like dogs. He only liked cats. So we had 
like 10, 10 foster kittens at the time. And they were in their own room and they have like these little wall climby things and whatnot at around six o'clock in the morning. Um, we hear this loud ass fucking noise, like some like these cats just run in all different directions. Like they're smacking against the wall. I don't know what the hell happened. And then like two minutes later, my aunt comes into like to knock on the door of my room. To let me know my mom passed away. And she was like, I think she stopped by to say hey to your kittens before she left because my mom would come over to my house and play with all the foster kittens because she loved kittens, but she didn't need any more cats because she already had enough. So every time, and, and Panther was one of the fucking kittens that my that used to walk all over my mom. I took Panther, I snuck her into the hospital to see my mom when she was dying. And that cat goes to that corner and actually she's getting, it freaks me the fuck out every fucking time. Every time. Dude, that is fucking wild. Isn't that weird? Is that weird as shit? It is so fucking weird. I don't know, man. I I don't know what I believe about anything in my uh, years of wasted life, but I don't know. There's something there. There's something to it, you know. I think it's more than just a uh, figment of our imagination. I don't know. I don't want to think about it. I, like it creeps me out so much. Like fuck ghosts. I want. I don't fuck with ghosts or frogs. <laughs> I don't fuck with ghosts or frogs. What a fucking Kermit nope. ever do to you? I don't, you know what? I don't know. I just. What nope. did Patrick Mahomes That's ever no. do to you? That's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. I don't know. It's like, it's like bread in my family genetics. My sister's the same way. She called me one day screaming, screaming. I fucking tell, I'm like, I have to go. Tell my boss in the middle of a fucking call, I have to leave. Goodbye. Get in my, and I call my, I'm like, what's going on? She's just screaming. So she's like, I need you to go to the house. I'm like, what, what? I'm on my way. What's going on? And she hangs up on me. I am fucking flying. I am. I am going so. I'm like anyone. Pull, I don't even give a shit. Pull me over. That's we're going. And I get there, and she's sitting in her car, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" And she's like, "There's a frog on the door. I can't get inside." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Literally, use any other door to get inside." She's like, "But, but what if what if it gets there before I do?" I was like, "I, I've never." as an, a, a grown ass adult wanted to punch my little sister in the face as hard as I did that night. That's amazing. I had a, I had a car partner that she did not like spiders. And at one time I pointed out there was a spider in our patrol car. She stopped and got out of the car in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> it was awesome. Did you handle that? Yeah. You know, maybe she didn't get out of the car, but there was some freaking out for sure. It was very funny. Um, that's why, you know, I hate getting old because I, I start to remember, like, forget details of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. It's terrible. It's normal. It's, it's terrible. Unfortunately, it's normal. Terrible. It's also part of compartmentalizing where you accidentally compartmentalize a detail that you didn't mean to. Thanks a lot, brain. All right, let's talk about something yeah. uh, a little lighter. Sky, and in ghosts? your humble opinion, okay. that was a little. That was pretty heavy. In your humble opinion, what is the best patrol car of all time? Convict. See, Convict. I knew, I knew we Convict. had something in common here. All fucking day. Convict. All day. Argue with me. Argue with me. You know, all we're on the same. Okay, day. good. Oh, good. No, uh, good. Have you? My page people, essentially people like, is like, like one partners. fourth. Nope. No, my page is essentially one fourth Crown Vic memes. 
I love the Crown Vicks. Yeah. I have. I'm looking at toy Crown Vicks as we speak. I have a problem. I own a Crown Vic. I got problems. Okay, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. That's not a car I would go out and buy. But of all the cop cars, yeah. That's fuck yeah. That's about that. You you can't tell me that these Explorers, Chargers. Apparently, Kentucky has Mustangs. The Caprice. We we. This department briefly experimented with a Caprice, which obviously did not last long because there's not a single one of those that have survived. And there were like, I don't know, a couple hundred issued and uh, we still have Crown Vicks that about last of them. So, yeah, That's now awesome. everyone's switching to the Explorers. But like the thing with the Explorers is like, you know, damn well, you can't make a U-turn like you can in a Crown Vic. Yeah, I um, so my department. Crown Vicks and then we got Caprices and we started getting Explorers. I didn't like the Caprice until I got an Explorer. Nobody did. And then I was like, give me the Caprice Yeah, yeah because you went from, yeah, because you went to big, you went from like, nah, to big and bulky, and you're like, nah. Yeah. All right. Here's the most important question that I'm going to ask you as we wind down the podcast. And I'm so happy that you don't know it's coming. Great. <laughs> I love surprises. So every this top is- ever. This is a wonderful surprise, okay? Because I'm, 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 I'm all about humanizing what's normal, okay? And something that I think is normal, and it happens to everybody, is occasionally, as an adult, shit happens. Have you ever shit your pants as an adult? No, I. But I just had this conversation with one of my best friends who did while I was on the phone with her. Liar! I literally, to be, you've never shit your I pants. Swear that- as an adult, no. No, I, like, I'm I'm the least modest. Like, uh, trust me, I have I have no qualms telling you about anything embarrassing that I've done. But I have not shit myself as an I adult. I don't believe you. Mainly because I I don't know if it's I I was just talking with a buddy of mine actually about this. I have a stomach made of steel. Like I don't know about you, but I can eat Taco Bell religiously. I like. I, if I go to Taco Bell, hour. if I go to Taco Bell, it is what? instant diarrhea. Instant diarrhea. Really? Oh, and, yeah. And that's what a lot of people tell me. But like <sighs> for fast food, growing up, we eat fast food except for Taco Bell. And so I ate, like the other day, I ate like an 18-hour-old quesadilla that I had ordered with beef on it that I had ordered from Taco Bell. And I was, I'm fine. I, I just, I like Taco, I don't know. I can eat spicy and my stomach just doesn't ever get fucked up plus i haven't puked since i was like a kid either what really yeah like i can yeah there are times where people like my best friend shoved her fingers down my throat because we had drank so much alcohol and i was like laying on the floor wanting to puke i I just was begging jesus christ to come up from heaven and or down or whatever and and fucking just take me i wanted to die and and i knew i would feel better if i puked and i tried but like my body was like, we don't do that. Sorry. I I get like, I hate puking. I th- like nobody likes puking, right? That's a stupid statement to make. But I, I feel like about once a year I get sick enough, usually not through alcohol, occasionally. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's happened a few times in my life. But most of the time, like, you know, I just get a stomach bug once a year and I puke and that's the end of it. Um, but the, uh, God, I hate puking. But you know what? Are you going to tell us your friend's story about shitting their pants? Are you going to embarrass them? I mean, I feel like I can. It, she's never going to listen to this podcast. so. Well, they should. But anyway, go on. 
I mean, it wasn't like I like she was. She was like, uh, it was it was today actually. We we had to go on a um, a date, basically a girlfriend date. And now I'm like, what if she does listen to this podcast? She's gonna know that I'm, she's gonna know it's me. And yeah, I'm but nobody's like, oh, gonna well, know it's, it's her. Nobody's gonna be like, know. I'm gonna murder you while you sleep. Well, I I. I, I can't remember. It's been a while. Um, I feel like maybe one out of the five or six gals that I've asked since this question's come about has admitted to shitting their pants. Well, I would say like five out of six guys do admit to shitting their pants. So are you thinking it's like a statistic? Like I'm not embarrassed. I would I wish I you know what I kind of part of me wishes I did shit myself <laughs> so I had a story. <laughs> Like now I'm like, damn, I should have prepared more for this story. I'm not gonna fit in because like, I didn't I don't, shit I don't my know, pants. Like, I don't know how you shit yourself. Like I just feel like like are your are your asshole muscles not tight enough that you can't just like like tuck and go while you're fucking like trotting to the bathroom? I don't know. I just I, I don't understand how adults shit themselves. Well I don't I don't know if I need to tell story time. Uh, I mean, a few. I feel I'm like sure, you do. I feel like well, I, don't I think have a I, I think I have. I think I have, but just for the sake of if somebody hasn't heard my story, and just so you know, since I'm being transparent here, is Good. the first time that it happened, like a full on shit, the like every once time? in a while, I it's happened like twice, maybe. There's been times. Okay, what about the transparency? Okay. Hold on a second. There's times where you trust a fart, a little something comes out, a little something touches cloth, right? There's different levels to shit in your pants. So wait, so that's the thing. I think that's the problem. Is like chicks don't generally like to fart, so that's probably why we don't have that risk factor associated with us. Like we try to squeeze that shit into our fucking brains. You know, we we're not trying to fart, but dudes uh, will try to rip one, and that's all she said. Okay, well, and that could be part of it, but like. I think sometimes, like a lot of times people on the podcast are like, oh, I was sick. I had a stomach bug. I kind of shit my pants, right? Like, it, it's, that's one of those things where like, you're so sick, you don't really have control. Uh, like, I had a time where I took, I had this fucking hound dog and she was a fucking pain in the ass. I lived in an apartment and she would not fucking shit in like the little fence area where the dogs could shit at the apartment. I had to take her on these fucking long drawn out walks just to get her to shit. And we were on one of these walks and I'm like a mile away from home. And it was, a, it wasn't like a place where there was like, not that I could take the dog in, but like it's residential, right? There's no nearby gas stations or grocery stores or anything. Like I've oh, got to get gotcha. home. And so I was like a mile from home where like it just hit. And like, I made it so close. Like I was getting in the door where I just, that, that was all she wrote, you know? Oh no. God, that sucks. Did you blame the dog? I hate that dog with like most of my being. But no, I mean, just it is what it is. But do you still like, have the dog? No, that was a, that was a long time ago. That was shit, like fifteen years ago. It was a while. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. You weren't even an adult then. You were like a young adult. I don't know if that counts. That's even as, as a Reese. I don't know. Once you turn eighteen. Oh yeah. Okay. Never mind. All right. I can't We've do come. math, as we discussed earlier. No. Have you heard the smoke detector going off in my basement this whole time? I feel no, like I've heard it a couple heard times. I feel like I've heard it a couple times, and I just changed the battery, 
but I haven't heard it all the time. So it could be the ghost of the smoke detector just fucking with me. Um, I do live in an old house, so it could be haunted. That is that is very possible. But we've come to the conclusion of this very poorly made police podcast. Do you have any words? Thank of God. I, I spoke to me quick. That's what she said. Ah, uh, yeah, she was gotcha. But do you have any words of wisdom for all the millions of listeners out there? Don't spend so much time making a living that you forget to make a life. That is short and simple. Like you could put that on t-shirts. Live, laugh, laugh. I know. God, God help you if you do. I swear to God. I won't. I won't steal that idea from you. Because you I don't steal your ideas. A, my quote, Ever, I know. I'm going to quote and it'll be like sky. Um, there you go. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Then, then it's not stealing. I'm just quoting. Well, you guys, thank you for listening to another very poorly made police podcast. You know what to do. Take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast. Buy some merch, buy some coins, or be a monthly donor to keep the lights on in the dungeon. With that said, remember Wimbledon. And I love most of you. <laughs> Bye-bye. <Fuck> you. <laughs>